0: it's kind of weird on my way home I was driving and I was listening to the Scarface soundtrack which I haven't listened to in a, maybe a little bit of a while I've been kind of wanting to watch that movie again I probably haven't seen it in like six years but the weird thing about that soundtrack is ...is how it really takes me back more to 2001, more than anything. Now, I saw Scarface... Is that when you first saw it, or...? No, I saw Scarface beforehand, but what really solidifies that soundtrack is Grand Theft Auto Hmm. Because it was one point. of the radio what stations mean, on there? City? No, 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 not Vice City. Grand Theft Auto Was it Vice III. City? Yeah, number three, oh, okay. one of the radio stations, it just played the Scarface mm. soundtrack. So at that time period, it's like that was a station I listened to like all the time on there, and it probably only had like six or seven of the songs out of it, but like you just listened to it over and over and over again, and that in itself just really bit, like it almost like brought. I was driving, I was just like, man, I got all these memories of being fucking in Liberty City, and, and, like I was actually there, you know? It was like taking me back.
1: <laughs> no, yeah, I get you, I get you. Um, it's kind of like whenever I hear like. uh, offspring almost introduced me to offspring was uh, crazy taxi so
0: oh yeah that there's something special about x day on the ombre next thing you know it's like oh fuck i remember where i was in 1999
1: <laughs> a little bit of conspiracy of one what you get like a slow zoom in on your face like i remember those days you just like gun firing is playing in your head for some reason even though it's on non-flashback you just managing playing crazy taxi
0: <laughs> oh no yeah it does it's just there's certain things it's kind of weird how like a song can be really attributed to a game, even if it's like much later. Like Scarface, for example, is that soundtrack is you know, mm-hmm. 10 years, well, more than that even, 15 years before, you know, Grand Theft Auto 3. But in Grand Theft Auto 3, you know, all that was coming together and just how big of a game that was, you know, just layering, like, it's like, how many fucking mob movies have you watched? And it was just like, it's all coming together and you're going to play them all. And it's like, this is fucking amazing. But, just.
1: Well, I think that was one of those also that, to, like, late 90s early 2000s was one of those uh periods they just like you know what uh these uh these games we could actually they're actually we actually at the point where we could actually drop music licensed music into the, these games now so we could help sell it so like tony hawk pro skater all that shit
0: oh yeah well tony hawk that's the game that pretty much would like introduce me to so many different bands that i always kind of wonder if it wasn't for tony hawk and let's just assume nobody else did it there's so many of those punk rock bands and sort of maybe metal and even rap bands that, like, I don't think I'd even
1: know of if it wasn't for Tony Hawk. hmm Or it's like uh, – I remember – like, there's some of those bands are just like, oh, yeah, this stayed with me. You know, say something like, um, like uh, Rage Against the Machine. Well, yeah, Tony Hawk, too, Down. is what introduced
0: me to Rage Against the Machine. But then you get stuff like Goldfinger, that stuff that was just – the moment just came and went – what, you don't like Goldfinger? I go, I go back and listen to that all the time.
1: Oh, don't f- <laughs> I'm not talking <laughs> You're gonna super shit. Oh, my God. Goldfinger, huh? You got, I don't got a fucking problem with Gold. I, I don't see how you get so fucking defensive over Goldfinger. Look, is one of those things like, oh, yeah, the, the Superman song. That's cool. And that's not one of those things like, oh, they suck. Just like, oh, yeah, Goldfinger. I forgot about that. That's cool, you know? No, it's, play, not like, oh, know say- it's not like, oh, Goldfinger. It's not like...
0: They only really have about maybe, like, six or so really good songs.
1: There, you're fucking saying, Oh, what's wrong with fucking Goldfinger? No, you're right. They got about, like, two, six songs, maybe. You know? oh, I'll tell you, though, those six
0: songs, though, they're real fun. And they take me back to, like, that Grand Theft Auto period as well, too. I guess that's around the same time period. And it's just kind of this magical, like, hey, let's go back to, you know, when video games had cool songs in them and whatnot. And, you know, I don't know. It's just this, real like, romanticism thing of that, like – you just get these flashbacks, especially when you're driving and it's dark out, and then all of a sudden all you can think about is like, I remember this song. I remember doing a drive-by while doing this song. Huh. What do you know? <laughs> <laughs> it just all started to click. And I think it's just that Grand Theft Auto 3, you know, it was like, came out when we were around like 12 or 13. So it was like the perfect time as a child. Cause it's like this game that like, in a sense, your parents probably didn't want you playing in the first place, but it was so amazing and so big
1: that was one of those games before I had the maturity to actually play the game. Cause that's that period where you go to a friend's house and you just like go around just killing and murdering all this stuff. You like, I can do whatever I want. And you know, I, you yeah. know, I, always, like, you get out sometimes I might head in the direction. I might head in the direction to go do a mission, but then like, I get distracted on the way there, or I just happen to accidentally run into a cop or one thing would lead to another. Like when I was younger, I was trying to play San Andreas, but what would happen is that I like the game fine, but well, what would end up happening is like, okay, I'd be, I'd hop on a bicycle, I'd be going to part of town, I then I I hit somebody, and then a cop sees me, then I'm on the run, I kill the cop, and then, his friends are after me, just leads this big like, no, no, I was just going across town, and this just kind of happened, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly, one of those things. The next thing you know, it just leads into something else. But there's something kind of magical, and I, I feel. The older you get, you you don't really get that exploration feel that you can kind of do as a child. Because as a child, you have all that free time. You know, it's like, it's Friday night. We're going to go fucking hang out at a friend's house and play a bunch of video games. And, you know, it's like, we're just going to play like 15 fucking hours straight of games. Which nowadays, it's like, you know, a game marathon for me is like, ooh, I got an hour and a half in. <laughs> that
1: was a lot. Ooh, I got to take a break now. Oh, that's going to put my brain over the limits. You may you may no longer be my friend after I say this and we may even lose a few subscribers, but I still have not finished Fallout Four. It's one of those things like I'll play it, like I'll play it, I'll get really far and then I'll put it down for like two months and then pick it back up. And I'm like still probably like I know I'm near the end of the main story campaign, but I just it's one of those things keep picking up, putting down, picking up, putting back down.
0: Well, that's okay. Actually, a lot of people didn't finish that one either. I noticed a lot of people were like, Yeah, I kind of got into it, got about halfway through, and it was like, fucking stupid game, and then stopped playing. You no, know like,
1: I liked it. I'm like, Oh, okay. Well, I liked a- it. I still think it's just I don't have that drive like I used to. Before, that would be like a whole, like, my main goal until, you know, whatever was done. Like, last game, I could think really they just hooked me into it, and I just been, well, granted, it's not as big as Fallout 4, but probably um, Arkham Knight. But as far as something is, like, not, it's not even, this goes isn't as big as Fallout 4, but, or maybe it is, I don't know, uh, Grand Theft Auto Five.
0: Yeah, know? Grand Theft Auto might be big. Arkham Knight is one of those ones, like, the game, like, in your head, you think of it being bigger, but if you really calculate the time, you're like, oh, it's really just, like, a regular game's length. It's, like, 10, 12 hours well, for your first place. There's point. no...
1: There's no option to have Batman go out, like, you know, boating or golfing or, you know, taking yoga classes or anything like that. You know what I mean? Like, because even Grand Theft Auto V, it's those things, you may never do some of that stuff again, but you can just, like, try it out. Like, that was fun. And just go off and do something else and then just go, like I, – I think it's also because it's all, like, a big city. So it's kind of – even though parts of it look different, it's all mostly the same. Or Grand Theft Auto, you can go literally from L.A. to out in the middle of the woods, out to the desert, you know?
0: Yeah, I remember because that was kind of the downfall of the Grand Theft Auto 4 is, like, they took out all those, like, neat extra features. It's like, if, if you're playing the story mode, it's great, but if you want to do any extra stuff along the way, it's like, nope, that's not there. You know, and that was kind of... Well, I mean, they, like, nowadays, like, for me, personally... When I play a game, like all those little things, I realize I don't have time for. It's like, no, no, no. give me to the next story mission. How do I? How how quick can I finish this game? Because I clearly am on a time schedule. Like I feel like I'm this guy, like on a meeting. Like, okay, we got to get there in time. You know, we got ten hours to kill. Okay, how, how much of Batman Arkham can I beat?
1: <laughs> no, I get you. Um, did you see the uh, trailer for Red Dead Redemption Two today?
0: No, I didn't see that. I saw the Nintendo one. I didn't, I knew that. I saw the poster for Red Dead Redemption. I didn't know they had a trailer for it.
1: It dropped today. Yeah, I didn't see the Nintendo one, whatever that is. But there a trailer for Red Dead Redemption 2, it's a very, like, um, cryptic trailer. It's just kind of, like, showing a lot of beautiful scenery and things from the game. It just looks like, uh, without me trying to sound like I'm disparaging it, it looks like more Red Dead. Just, like, you know, moder- like more updated graphics. So it looks great. Well, oh, I mean, yeah. I'm down for, I'm definitely going to. I'm def- after, you know, the Red Dead Redemption and then Grand Theft Auto 5 were both amazing games to me. So I'm definitely going to be there, like, you know, day one to get this one. And I'm more likely going to probably finish this one the whole way through pretty immediately like I did. Because I don't know. I may- I think Fallout 4, it's too easy to get kind of... I think because you're keeping track of your supplies, there's a, little- it a little bit more survival to it. It's easy to get kind of, like, lost on the way, where Grand Theft Auto it's a little bit more straightforward. That's why I think that one's probably easier to beat by this point. But, uh. This game, it just there's a, there's a voiceover, and I don't think it's John Marston. People are saying this; they think it's a prequel because you see, uh, you see the silhouettes, and there's and I don't really remember the care. I remember like you had to go after a couple guys. I remember their characters or a whole bunch of stuff about them, but apparently, it's people are thinking it's a prequel. That's so, and I think that's a good thing because we don't really want to play as John Marston's son.
0: Yeah, that's kind of true, too. I mean, probably a prequel would be the way to go, or even just have a brand new character in general. I mean, you know, that first Red Dead game, you're not like you played John Marston in that one anyways. I mean, it's kind of a different story in itself, so I, what's wrong with making the third that, one completely really different? Is that? It's not John Marston?
1: It's an entirely different guy?
0: I don't think it is. I haven't played that game since it came out. But they actually just released it on PS4, and I was like, oh, fuck. I'm like, oh, I'm like, I've been wanting to play that game again for, like, the last 10 years. So I download it anyways. You're kind of like flipping through the screenshots. I'm like, man, that game looks fucking old. But uh, that, though, it's like, hey, that's one of the 10 Western games that we've had in our entire life. That's what's kind of the sad thing is that there really is almost no Western video games. I mean, since, like, the 80s. I mean, like, this is how many I can name. I can name. There's Gunsmoke on Nintendo. There's uh, Lethal what we- or Lethal Weapon, Lethal Enforcers 2, there's Mad Dog McCree, there's Sunset Riders, there's Wild Guns, there's uh, Gun on GameCube and stuff. You mean Wild Arms?
1: Do you mean Wild no, Arms?
0: No, Wild Guns for Super Nintendo.
1: Okay,
0: It's the one, um, it was made by Natsume, and it's okay. kind of like, maybe a, like a shooter, but like third person, it's almost like the original like third person behind-the-shoulder fucking Gears of War-style shooter, if mm-hmm. that makes any sense, even though it's all takes place yeah. like on a 2D plane. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, then there's kind of like, I guess, Wild Arms, but it's not really like, that's more like Western-inspired. It's not like full-on Western, you know? Well, it's
1: definitely, like, it's definitely more of a Western motif. It's like, it's, I'm going to count that one just because, because yeah, it's sure, fantasy. It's, it's fantasy. Well, you know, I mean, you know, there's cowboy hats, you're riding horses and whatnot, and you're in the desert. So, I mean, close enough, right?
0: Yeah, I guess I s For some reason, I don't remember having that much, but maybe it did. I, and then there's Gun, and then you have Red Dead Revolver, Red Dead Redemption. And that is pretty much about fucking it. There's a couple other ones I know I'm kind of probably drawing a blank on, but for the most part, there's nev- there's been about almost like
1: maybe one Western per system, if that even. I remember when Red Dead Revolver was coming out, people were so excited saying where the fuck is coming from Look, it has the rockstar logo that means it must just be grand theft auto but a western and then everyone was disappointed that's what it, it wasn't that it was a very linear level based game well cuz originally though it wasn't made player. by it wasn't
0: made by rockstar it was um they they just Cap- picked, um, yeah it was a capcom game so i knew about it bit way before that and then capcom's like fuck this western bullshit and then they fucking kicked it to the curb and then Rockstar picked it up. And then it's like, well, fuck, the game's already done. I'll fucking sell it. Fuck you guys. We're Rockstar. You realize
1: what that means, right? You realize what that means right there, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. That they, we could
1: have almost had John. We could have almost had John Marston in Marvel versus Capcom. I know. Exactly.
0: You almost could have. But um, so, well, that came on PS4 and I haven't played it yet because I was still playing Gears of War 4. And then I was just on like a Duke Nukem binge. That was, that's been like my one hour a day game. And I've went through almost all the levels over again. Just and Duke Nukem's just one of those first person shooters that every time I go back to that game and play it, I just always have such a grand time. The game never fucking gets old. And then I'm always so like, it's amazing how fucking ballsy Duke Nukem is. Like that game, you you compare it to games nowadays. Just some of the stuff in there, just small things. You know, you'll come across a room and all of a sudden you just kind of look. There's nothing going on with it, but you're like, oh, there's a camera facing. A, oh. They were shooting a snuff film here. There's blood all over the wall, and you know, chains and everything like that. And just all these just different little things just for 1996 would have been so, like, mind-blowing, almost.
1: Mm-hmm. I know yeah, a lot of PC yeah. games had
0: tons of that stuff in them, because that was the whole point of PC. It was like, hey, we can put this fucking shit in here. Nobody's going to tell us we can't. We're not fucking Nintendo mm-hmm. or Sega. <laughs>
1: That's a good point right there. I never really I never did a whole lot of PC gaming, so like I said before and like a few episodes ago, most PC gaming I really did was like Lego Island. Past that, it was it was, you know, like, oh, Solitaire. Well, it's like, you
0: know, another game that's always blown my mind, and it's like 1988, but it's Leisure Suit Larry. And it's amazing how much fucking shit you can type into that game, and there's a response for. That always blows my mind. It's just like Man, they thought – it's like they literally thought of everything when programming this game in, like, the fucking 80s. Yeah, it's
1: good to, I actually haven't played that well, but that's one you've told me about. And, um, yeah, I know they try to, like – there's some of those characters they try to, like, bring back – like, they try to bring some kind of Legion Suit Larry games. I remember when PlayStation 2 and the game did horrible. And it's just like, what are you? You're a dopey-looking, like, guy it looks like Jimmy Neutron – Dude, with like, Jimmy yeah. like Jimmy
0: Neutron's like 20 years later and he's like a fucking like he's like yeah you know who I was I was fucking Jimmy Neutron you suck my dick
1: yeah <laughs> like, I got none of that money back but I'll show you what I do got look what science gave me <laughs> yeah he just slams it down like yeah but what about that check
0: out this fucking laser suit yeah
1: <laughs> then i got that i don't think that game i never played it didn't look didn't jump out at me but I remember that was one of those old games like i remember there's that fucking show on g4 and this is gonna like really scare some off maybe some younger listeners but there's that show i think it was judgment day and there's the one guy who was there's these two guys there's one guy that was the straight man there's the one guy who's the wild wacky guy we mentioned these guys before well one, one, guy. one of them his last his last name was Lucas, and he was like somehow related to George Lucas. The other, his name—I remember—his first name was Tommy. His last name wasn't Tyler, but no, it was, it was Tal Rico. He's it was... related, Tal Rico? Yeah, it was—it's it's, Stephen Tyler's real last name. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, he is, yeah, related to Stephen Tyler. I think it's his cousin or something, and he even has like a music studio. And like I remember um, just watching this, and like one of them would always be like, you know, the guy. I'm not, I usually don't try to like, you know, I don't really take criticism that much. And one of them was like, the, the one guy, the, the guy uh, Luke, whatever Lucas. I think it was like Victor. He would or something always try like and, that maybe. Victor Lucas, Jeff Lucas, Victor Lucas, something like that. And he would always come in, and he was like, actually, he was he would approach it from a real critical level, but he wouldn't be like snobby about. It. But he was actually fairly likable. He was level-headed, and if he said he didn't like the game, he wouldn't rip into it and b- kick in the balls, and being too mean about it. He'd just say, "Look, I didn't like the game because of this, because that. They could have worked on this better. But here's what I did like." The other guy'd be like, "Oh, I had like you know, really long low times. I didn't like it that much. It was just like that's ah, boring, da 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 da." Or like, "Oh, but this game, this game had like awesome like tits." Physics and, like, like realistic vomit when the guy throws up. So for that, I'm going to give it, like, 7 out of 10, you know, so... Yeah, like,
0: he <laughs> was, like... like it was, well, those one's, like, what the fuck? And that guy, he, he did games, like, on Cool Spot. He did the soundtrack to that. So he's done, like, cool soundtracks, but it was just, like, talk about getting the guy. It was just, like, who the fuck is this guy who thinks he's got this he big, did, wild opinion?
1: And then, like, he also did, like, uh, he also did... He also, I know he did the game, or he did the music to the game, *Advent Rising*, and that game was just this unfinished, just it was a train wreck. I remember seeing a trailer for it sometime back, before the it was for the original Xbox, and it was like the science fiction game. It's like you could activate these matrix-like powers where you slow down time and shoot really fast, and whatever power you used more of, you get stronger. And it was basically force powers and it was even the scripts of the, of the of the story was written by orson scott card and they're making it out to be as if there was going to be this big grand like step in gaming and you know they had that this trailer and this early making up for it and then eventually the game comes out and the game's like um it's fairly cheap when it comes out i want to say it was like where your average game would be like 60 bucks At that time it was like 30 Bucks, maybe forty bucks. I thought it was still fifty. And I got bucks. it I like all oh, the
0: regular ones. I thought it was still fifty dollars.
1: Oh well, maybe I got it on a on a rollback sale or something. I don't know. Yeah, you Walmart, must have got like it on a special because yeah.
0: it was still it was sold as a main game.
1: Yeah, so when I yeah I must have got a special sale of some kind. Then well, I'm glad because <laughs> paying full price for that fucking game. Holy shit! Yeah, so basically. The whole game was just glitchy as fuck. You'd be hiding behind... You, You could, like, literally hide behind something. Bullets would be going through and hitting you, depending on some spots. It was just glitchy as fuck. It was very unpolished. People talk all this shit on Sonic 06, which, in all honesty, is mostly deserved. But this game is, like... I think Sonic's a recognizable character and it's by Sega, so people are like, how the fuck could they let this happen? Where this game is like, no, this game makes Sonic 06 look, look like fucking like Gears of War or something like that. Um, the guy, and to get, but come back to the main point, the guy, I don't remember if he liked the game or not, but without mentioning his role in it, yeah, I really liked the music, the music was pretty cool, I liked that. <laughs> it's like, you fucking douchebag! <laughs> like, I saw him like in the making of the game
0: yeah you you, we know who you are no yeah yeah, it's goofy how those guys sort of were just i think they were just i almost feel like they were just hired on just to sort of well one guy as i said the lucas guy was normal but the tommy guy was just there to like fucking like hit a beehive with a baseball bat that's like what he was there for just to piss people off
1: i mean part of me sort of gets it i'm not really defending it but i mean i'm at that point now before you i would see like maybe some kind of clickbaity article saying you know seven reasons why this thing is not as bad as people say it is, or seven reasons why this thing everyone loves actually sucks. And before, I would click on it, try and almost, like, test my, I don't know, um, I guess just try and see it from another perspective, you know? Mm -hmm. Now I'm at that point, though, where I feel like every once in a while, one of those can kind of, like, stick out to me and be like, yeah, that actually is a good point. Most of the time, though, it's just clickbait shit, just something that they're just... Saying just like you know, some article seven reasons why Force Awakens will suck. You know, like, no, fuck you. I'm not clicking on that shit.
0: No, they they want so you just to, they want you to flip through the seven pages and just see all the ads so they get their point ten cents every single time you look at each page.
1: Yeah, there was actually one that I thought Dorkly did one. I was very I couldn't help it, but I'm very glad I did click on it. It said seven reasons why the uh, Deadpool and X-Men Origins was way better than the Deadpool and the Deadpool movie. And you click on it, it's a little comic of a guy like, oh, hey, you actually clicked on it. Well. You see what, with the guy, uh, with, with the original version, it's, he just breaks down, and starts crying. I don't know. I don't know. It's, you, you gotta, to get anybody to click on your things this day and age, you can't be positive. You gotta say something controversial. And I, I don't know. I'm so sorry. You know he starts crying <laughs> and, then, huh. and then, you know, so I, I just thought that was funny.
0: Oh, that's kind of funny. Um, you didn't see the new Nintendo news though. It's only like the biggest thing.
1: I did. I was watching the Logan trailer 45 times today. But what's the big Nintendo news?
0: Oh, they just they had the full on trailer for the new Nintendo NX, which they're just calling it the Nintendo Swap now.
1: What? One more time. They're calling it the what?
0: They're calling it the Nintendo Swap, right?
1: That was called Swap. Switch, Switch, my bad. (laughs) I knew it had a Switch. Switch, that's still not a good name. Still not a good name. No, it doesn't sound, once again, it doesn't sound as cool as
0: as the NX, but it does make sense because the whole point is it like shows, it's funny, it shows like these really like trendy people like in New York or in San Francisco or whatnot, just kind of like, you know, he's like hanging out like, oh, I'm playing Legend of Zelda. What do you know? Oh, fuck, my friend's called. Well, guess what? I'll fucking take my game system with me. And then he's like walking up and like sits down and he just starts playing. It'd be funny if he just went to the friend's house, went in the fucking corner, sat down and kept playing. Like what would really happen?
1: Um, that's probably what's going to happen at some point. Depending. Well, I remember the other one. I'm clicking this in. I'm looking at it right now. I remember the uh, other one, the first Wii U trailer they would make it as if you could just like keep on playing the game while like someone wants to come in and watch tv but i think back in the 90s it really should have been just like
0: like a dad comes stumbling in with a couple beers like chokes it at the fucking like wall like (gasps) points like doesn't have (laughs) watching the fucking game (laughs) yeah well go to a football game and you go in your goddamn room and play your sex box it's a nintendo (laughs) well i don't give a fuck
1: well that even that trailer because the thing about that is uh, i'm going to look at it right now okay it's only three minutes and 38 seconds no but the thing about that is like i remember that would probably be a big deal back in the 90s but now it's just like okay you can't just watch it on your phone you can't stream it or you don't have another tv in the house you know i don't want to sound like a fucking i don't want to sound like a fucking like you know entitled rich prick or anything but like oh you only have one tv but you know what i mean it's like like, this
0: day and age it's like. You can get a fucking TV for ten dollars. Like if you need another TV, it's that's not like that big of a deal anymore. So yeah, I know that's one of those features. If that would have came out like on the N sixty four, mind blown would have been fucking amazing. Think about how cool it'd be. Like oh, you know, someone comes in because that was literally a time period where you probably had two TVs in the house and only one really good one. So it's like, what am I gonna do? Go plug the black and white TV in the back room? Like I don't know if I want to do that. Like I've tried playing some of those games in black and white. Fucking have no idea what's going on. Have you ever played Super Smash yeah, Bros. in black exactly. and white? That is the most confusing game when it's in black and white.
1: What the fuck is this controller? It looks like oh, they're doing kind of like the Wii U connection thing, and hes I could not imagine, now he's out in the field, I cannot imagine taking that thing with me outside. I'd be afraid someone would break it or would snap in my backpack. Well, I already am scared to take
0: the Wii U controller over to somebody else's house, let alone that system.
1: But yeah, it like is if I actually had an cool. no, iPad, like I,
0: would... I can just full-on take the system with you. Like, if you were, like, going on a trip or something like that, that's pretty darn cool. And the fact that it just easily plugs into the TV, and it kind of goes back and forth. The downfall, though, is once again, is... will it be in this weird lull period between, like, okay, now it's as powerful as a PS4, but guess what? PS4 Pro is coming out, so boom, we, they just trumped Nintendo once again.
1: Well it is one of those things I'm looking at it now. I mean it is kind of cool. It almost seems to me that just going up this trailer which isn't done yet, it somewhat seems like this cool between period but not really official. oh my what the fuck are they got these uh these guys must be in a band or some bullshit anyway <laughs> fucking fresh prince here I'm sorry I'm reacting to the trailer yeah, they got anyway a of like, <laughs> it's
0: like some guys playing basketball I'm like oh shit, why are we playing basketball in real life we can fucking sit down and play this on the Wii or on the fucking like Nintendo. Yeah. What the fuck is it called again? Swap? Sledge?
1: <laughs> it, I don't know. NX? I'll say it. Swap to me always is like, I'm glad it's called the Switch, because swap, I know it's not, but it always sounds like a racist slur to me. Ah, you fucking swap, you know? <laughs> you and your fucking swaps coming around here playing your fucking game systems. <laughs> They're really trying to sink in the name of of this uh, console by having having Switch pop up every, like, between every transition here. Well, because now oh, like, no. oh, so,
0: but- they got to get the NX out of everybody's mind now and get it switched over.
1: Literally, switched. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Nintendo's really the best at naming their systems. I don't think. But um, at least ever since, probably ever since the. Yeah, 64. Maybe. I'm gonna say the no, Wii. Still good, actually. 64 was fine. I don't. I don't like the name for the Wii. We didn't like the name for that. Well, but we um, had
0: like a way cooler name before they called it Wii. I don't. Can't remember what
1: the hell. Revolution. It was. Yeah.
0: Revolution. It was the Nintendo Revolution.
1: Well, this right here, it looks more of kind of like handheld. Just a handheld Wii, which is cool, but it seems like just more of a like the new DS more than the actual next system. You know what I mean? Well, I think what they are trying to do, which might be the smartest thing that Nintendo
0: could probably... I, I don't know if they're going to try to go like, no, this is like, we literally won't have a Game Boy or a Nintendo system. It's just this one in-between thing, which might not be the, the worst idea is just to literally just merge that two together because that would be a pretty fucking powerful... Game lot. If you had both, in a sense, your Game Boy games and your, I'm gonna say, just Wii U games at the moment, you combine those two together.
1: That's March. That's a weird time to drop a system. Okay.
0: Yeah, March. I I mean, I was
1: expecting. I really wasn't expecting it to come out on um, December because it would be so short notice. But March is really surprising me, especially since we only have really an official. We saw snippets of like Mario and Splatoon, but we only game we officially know is coming out not even think it's coming out by march maybe i'm wrong is zelda yeah apparently it's supposed to all that that one's supposed to come out in march
0: i'm not too sure if that's the exact case but i keep checking on amazon i have it where it's like they'll send me a fucking email let me know when i can pre-order it but um yeah it's kind of weird it's just like okay when's this thing coming out i mean like march is really like what like almost barely even five a little over five months away give or take on when <laughs> time me out Actually, it could be less. If it came out the beginning of March, it'll probably come out the end. But that means it's literally like five months away. So it's kind of weird that I can't pre-order it yet. Like, when am I going to be able to pre-order this thing? I want to make sure that no fucking kid gets in my way.
1: I think it's one of those things where it's uh, video game companies and this thing. It's like, it's a little different with the system, but I think you could still probably do it. Like, whenever a company says... Okay, the, here's this video game. Is, it's coming out. Oops, sorry, it's delayed. Are you ever surprised it's delayed? I'm never surprised when it's delayed. I feel like they just say it's out. It's going to be out by this time, so it's in people's minds. And then when it gets a little close to that time, they just delay it. You know, uh, I'm not. I don't think they're going to be shitty or cynical. I think they're just doing that to keep it in people's. I don't know where cynical came from. I'm not being cynical, but I don't think. I think they're doing it to like just keep it in people's minds, keep it out there.
0: Well it's that and you know that they come to the conclusion that fuck we can't be able to finish this in time, which that's why I always think it's weird when people get all pissy of like,
1: what do you mean it's fucking
0: delayed again? It's like, uh, to make a better game so you don't get a broken game so you don't get a fucking Advent rising? (laughs) That's the reason why the game's delayed. You know what I mean? I always think of it. Well now they don't Go ahead. I always say some of the best games I can think of were delayed tons of times like resident evil 4 a lot of times the zelda games are always like that and they always come out like perfect so delay is a good thing
1: usually the delays i think it's one of those things someone made a couple of points when a game is delayed it's usually like i think the latest most good games are delayed maybe one maybe two years um, whenever it's a case like a game's delayed for like five years, I think that's when you just start Oh yeah, worrying. well
0: that, that that's a little bit different, that's mostly I means something else is fucking, you know going off. Like, on. S-
1: Star Citizen is one of those crowdfunded games and it's, they're saying, you could do this, you could do that, and it's you know, this total like, you know, crowdfunded game that everyone's super excited about. It started off as a much simplistic game, but the more money they got, the more it just stretched out. And then they're like they, now they it's... started
0: getting a bunch of money. They're like, fucking they're like partying and blowing that money and like spending it on big expensive shit at their office. And then like the people are like, yeah. What the fuck's my game? Oh yeah, about that. Sorry, the cocaine shit. got in the way between that. <laughs> oh, thanks for the Kickstarter fun.
1: We, we originally got the Coke, you know, to make us work faster, but <laughs> got a little sidetracked, you know what I mean? Anyway, um, but I do think that's one of those things where that game, there's no way that game comes, I'm, I'm not saying this to be an asshole, no way that game comes out and everyone's going to be happy. I'm pretty sure that game is going to very dis- disappoint people. It's probably going to be like, oh, you know what? It's, it's fun. It's it's playable. Is it nearly as fun or is it was it worth the five-year wait? No. I, I mean, I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I will hope the game's good, but I know. Yeah, I don't think going to heard some people talk about it that really like it,
0: but it seems like it has weird things in it. Like you can literally spend physical money on like spaceship insurance in the game. So if, in case your spaceship yeah, crashes, fuck that. it's kind of like, boy, that just sounds so scammy. Like, that to me, if you were spending in-game currency, like, oh, you know, if you spend 500 rupees or whatever, you get a fucking spaceship insurance card. It'd be like, that'd be different. But the fact that it's like,
1: run your fucking MasterCard on here, we'll give you some insurance, hey? Yeah, yeah. I'm not too big on that. I understand that someone's got to pay to make these games run. I get it, especially if it's the... I wasn't even sure what it was. I figured it was a big online game. I mean, this is one of those things like... Star Citizen is one of those games, I'm not even really keeping up with that much. I heard about it when it was first coming out. I looked at the trailer for it then. I'm like, oh, okay, we'll see what happens. They talk about it three years later. I'm like, oh, fuck, really? That's that's still in the works? I thought, okay, whatever. And then the other day, I hear something on it. I'm like, are you shitting me? That thing is still not out yet? Holy fuck. Yeah, no, I know.
0: I hear people talk about it every once in a while. They'll kind of tell me about the features and things like that. And to me, it's just... Those always sound like those kind of games It's like, well, that sounds great if you don't do anything in life. <laughs> like, that sounds like a perfect game if, like, I broke my fucking legs and couldn't go anywhere, and I was strapped to a computer, and I couldn't do animation. <laughs> yeah, that does sound like a fun game, but for the rest of us that have shit to do, that just sounds like way, way too deep of a game.
1: Shitting on people's yeah, I like how like last few podcasts you've been like, you know what, man? If it's just if it's just it's just not for me, but I don't want to take it for anybody else. I I hope I wish pe hope people enjoy. I hope someone likes it. Now you're just like, yeah, I have these fucking nerds that don't got a fucking life. <laughs> now I, I do realize as somebody who's creative, we need these.
0: You almost need those people out there in life that literally don't do anything except for indulge in other people's entertainment, because that's in a sense your bread and butter. You know what I mean? When you really break it down, you need that guy that shows up to every fucking concert so he doesn't play in a band or doesn't do anything, but he's there spending fucking hard-earned cash on CDs and T-shirts and all that kind of shit. That guy's important. Even though it might not look like his life's going anywhere except for going to concerts, that guy is definitely funding so many other people's fucking creative adventures.
1: So that's your way of saying thank you to anybody who sees a future movie of yours, or buys an album of you, yeah, who buys <laughs> our shit, thank you for wasting your life on my shit, thank you, thank you. But there is
0: some of those games, it's kind of like, you know, it's like, I, you know, I, I love video games, but it's like that thing where nowadays it's like, I need a game mostly that's around that, just the regular, like, you know, anywhere between like 8 to like 15 hours, that's like the perfect length, because it won't take too much time to beat it, you can kind of, you can either do it in like couple hour increments every day, Or you could take a fucking like whole weekend and knock the thing out. You know, when you get to those games that just go on and on and on and it just you have to put time and time and time like that. Those are those ones that's like I feel like when you're kind of an adult, that seems kinda like, okay, that seems like too much. Now maybe if that's the only game you play and you're getting your total money's worth out of it, and you know, maybe you are only putting an hour or two in every night, but you've been playing it for the last like six months so you really have gotten your money's worth out of it well maybe that's a little bit different i guess i've always been the person who's like well fuck i there's so many other games i want to play i want to get this one done in 10 hours so i can go on the next one at some point
1: yeah well you know um that's one of the reasons why i heard people talking about they're really excited for no man's sky and that's one of those games like this game can go on forever it's randomly generated online and you just can come across a planet and you can name the planet but from the way I understand it, it's like nothing really stands out. Like it does that, but it's just like, okay, it's one of these several types. This one just happens to have more of this kind of trees or these kind of animals or whatever. That's what I've heard. I don't know how true that is. That's just the short and simple of it. Well, like, that's it the game kind of for the together. people that I've
0: talked to that have gotten it. It's one of those ones. If you go into the game for what it is, then it, you know, it's fun. For, that, for that type of person, it's really fun. Like to me, it doesn't sound like my kind of game. Like whenever I hear the word, like there's no fucking real ending. It's like, well, that's not my game then. You know, Yeah. I think it's made. It's almost like the adult person's like Minecraft kind of game, I guess, is what that game's trying to be. But the fact that it's made by 13 oh, yeah, people
1: people build faces or whatever.
0: Yeah. But to me, it's like I go, well, the fact that that game's made by 13 people, that's pretty kind of cool. I, I, I like things like that. I'm always impressed with the small. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's, that's kind of the neat thing about the game. But it's sold as like a AAA title, yet it's kind of just a ginormous independent game.
1: That's so, cool it got that far, then. I almost got more respect for it. No yeah, now. so I, I
0: almost feel like I got a lot more respect for it like that. I know at the end of the day, it's not really my type of game, so there's no reason for me to go out and get it. So, I really respect that these 13 guys did it. Am I going to spend any fucking money on it? No, because at the end of the day, I don't got fucking time for that kind of shit.
1: Like, like, I get you. Was well,
0: that a good review or a bad review? I'm not too sure.
1: I'm trying to think of what a like, uh, crowdfunded thing really didn't leave a lot of people s- trying to sue them, saying like, "Well, this isn't what I expected or what I wanted." I think, I mean, well, I don't that's know, it's maybe so Like so the I idea to it. be able to like go, like, "Well, you know what?
0: I didn't like this game, so I want Kickstarter to give me my money back." It's like, uh, that's you know, what? it's almost like once well, once' like, yeah. it's fucking like gambling in a sense. You know what I mean? You don't go to fucking yeah, Las Vegas. Know. Bet a hundred dollars and go, he fucking cheated me on blackjack. I want Caesar's palace to give me my hundred dollars back. It's like no you fat fuck. Sad thing is
1: you you know that has to happen.
0: Oh, that you, has know to happen. Somebody, you know that happens probably day in, day out, and it's probably the guy that has to like deal with those people's like, I fucking hate those fuckers that come in here and expect to get their money back and give me some fucking sob story, fuck their life and fuck their dog. And he doesn't mean it like in a I miss the days where we could
1: just take them out.
0: (laughs) Yeah, take them out, fucking put their hands on the table, get a fucking hammer out. The hammer. (laughs) De Niro them, yeah. Yeah, fucking De Niro this guy, casino style. Knock this guy's eye out. But no, it's so goofy when like, you know, I I hear that. It's just like, even like the Star, what's that game called again? Star City, Star? Star Citizen. Star Citizen. Like that game too, because a lot of people were pulling out of that one once they start hearing like the guys like spending money and not getting anything done and things like that, but even still, it's like, dude, you know what you're fucking in for. Like, if you didn't want to like throw that money in for the risk, you just wait till the game finally comes out and then you buy it. You know what I mean? If you throw the money in the beginning, yeah. you know what? I mean? It's it's a form of investment. You know, it's like buying stocks in a sense. You know, you're gonna throw money in there. Maybe that company just craps out on you. You never know. It's like that's kind of the whole gamble of taking it. You know. You know yeah, right now, like the, the one game that I bought like fucking a year and a half ago, it seems like by now is there was the new Castlevania that's not called Castlevania, but it's made by the guy who's done Symphony of the Night and all the other really sweet like Metroidvania Castlevania games. And he's got his bloodstained Ritual of the Night game coming out. But I think that's being delayed to like two thousand eighteen now. It's like when am I gonna get my Wii U copy of that game? <laughs> like by the time like nobody's gonna have a Wii U anymore.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, um, What was the other? There's another big one. Oh, yeah, like this one's ridiculous. Like they had, um, I remember another example was Mighty Number 9. I remember that game was supposed to come out like almost three or four years ago. And then it just finally came out this year. And people like, well, plays kind of like Mega Man, looks kind of like Mega Man. I like that, but I don't know why it took so long for it to come out. Well, it's one of those kind of games, too. Like, I, I kind of feel like... I, I almost bought that game when
0: it came out. Then I was like, I didn't get it right away. And then I started seeing some of the reviews. And it was kind of sad, because it felt like that game had such big hype. It was like, this is going to be the next big thing. Fuck Capcom. Fuck them up, their stupid asses. Like, I'm I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it myself. Mega Man. Mega... We can't say Mega Man. Okay, Mighty number 9. Mighty number 9. Okay, man, yeah, we're going to do this. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then all of a sudden, it's like, you get this big... Fucking like, you know, a, a real big deal creator guy. And then he kind of has this game come out and it has this like lukewarm response where it's like, well, it's, it's not bad, but it's like a six or seven out of ten, you know? I mean, it's still fun. I mean, if you really like Mega Man, but maybe not you as good as Mega Man. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, that was kind of the thing. It was like, at the end of the day, it's kind of people are like, well, it's okay. It's not as good as Mega Man, things like that.
1: You know, I played the I demo well i remember when the game was coming out people were making a thing about it and they're talking about like well then before the game was even out they were like because it was like capcom i kind of feel bad for the guy he's like i want to make this kind of mega man game like people don't give a shit for mega man anymore and capcom just almost going the konami route it seems but they weren't letting him make it so fuck you i'm out i'm doing my own thing and then like as the thing was coming out further along they're making more endorsement deals. There's a cartoon that was supposed to come out with this. I don't know if it did. Uh, I have seeing seen a trailer for it. I don't, I haven't heard anything about it since then. I think I would have by now. So, you know, all this stuff like this is happening, that's happening, a cartoon, a movie. Then it's just like, uh, yeah. Well, the sad thing about
0: that game, too, is that game came out and it was like 30 bucks. I mean, and
1: literally like two
0: weeks later, it dropped down to like 20 and $15. It was like, oh, fuck. Like, <laughs> They realized that a lot of people just did not pick up on this. And I kind of, yeah, I do feel bad, too, because this is sort of a, in a sense, this guy was, yeah he's not the first guy to kind of, like, one of those big guys to jump ship and try to do their own, like, thing. You know, I guess you could almost say Shinji Mikami, the guy who created Resident Evil. He kind of jumped ship a little bit earlier mm-hmm. than everybody. He almost jumped ship before, like, we knew that the ship was kind of crashing. <laughs> like, he, fu- mm-hmm, he had yeah. the inside news, and he's like, fuck this shit. I'm going to go off and make the Evil Within and, you know, work on Shadows of the Damned and all these other kind of, like, weird-ass games that are... Pretty much Resident Evil, but not Resident Evil. So he was kind of nobody mm-hmm. really kind of noticed at that point. It's like, oh, what do you know? He's kind
1: of doing something different. Well, that's cool.
0: And then next thing I you know,
1: there's a lot there. again.
0: Okay. I was just say, next thing you know, it's like, oh fuck, Capcom's kicking out the Capcom or the guy who made Mega Man, and Konami's kicking out the guy who did Castlevania, and he's they're kicking out, you know, fucking um, Hideo Kojima and all these guys. Now have jumped ship from all these Japanese companies. So they started like, well, guess what? You know what? We'll do the games people fucking love just independently. And everybody's, you know, rejoicing. And then, you know, Mighty Number 9, I feel, was kind of like the start of like, hey. I mean, it's not really technically the first game, but I felt like it was the first really big one. It's an independent company, but you got this classic guy making it. And then when that kind of fails, people go, oh, fuck. Hopefully the Castlevania guys game's still fine. Or hopefully Hideo Kojima's next one comes out good, you know.
1: Hideo Kojima still has, uh, which we call it, his, his, uh, the trailer for his game coming out looks so cryptic. It's like the guy from Walking Dead waking up on like what looks like a post-apocalyptic beach. There's a bunch of dead whales and manatees laying around everywhere, and he has this cord going from his stomach to like a baby and he picks up the baby, he's holding it, I don't know what song's playing, but then it's just like, what the fuck is this, you know? So, I mean, he's he's trying, he's trying to do something. He's always pushing for something different. Like, I, I'm not sure if I would have liked that Silent Hills game, but regardless, he's always pushing for something different.
0: You know, it's kind of the funny thing, like the Silent Hills one, that almost looks like, oh, Resident Evil just literally took that fucking idea and ran with it. Oh, they're not fucking doing it? Well, we'll kind of do it instead
1: think about the original resident evils i don't actually well, put it, not the, the original resident evils Resident evil 4 and Oggs, those are the ones i've played those ones i don't know i feel like i don't like feeling entirely helpless i like feeling like i'm at a disadvantage but i don't like feeling entirely helpless so when you have a game where it's like okay i got a gun but i just gotta be use it sparingly or i gotta just plan ahead and that's fine but Something like I guess Outlast or what Silent Hills looks like, which is where you're I don't know, you're just solving puzzles and there's jump scares. That's where it doesn't really jump out to me as much.
0: Well, those games just to me like the the ones I've played like that, they're just not fun. Like the Silent Hills, whatever fucking tech demo thing was retarded. Um Outlast You hate that? I hated it. It was stupid. Like I played, it, I was like,
1: this is same dumb. fucking hallway.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was stupid. I it was
1: creepy. And crazy, then, like, you know, Outlast,
0: whatever. like, that game, it's, like, it's not even scary. When I can't, like, attack an enemy, and it's just, like, guys just come up to you and just start punching you. And it's, like, what can I do? Oh, you can't do anything. You just got to run away. It's, like, okay, how is this fun or scary? Like, it's this is stupid. It's It gets to the point, like, if a game gets to the point where it's stupid, then the scariness just goes fucking out the door. And you're, like, done. Don't want to play it. And that's sort of how the Resident Evil 7 demo was. And the thing about Resident Evil, sometimes people go, like, oh, well, the old ones were, like, you know, survival horror I'm like yeah but they always had action in it you always had a fucking rocket launcher or a magnum or something like that and no matter what about halfway to any resident evil game next thing you know you got a fucking arsenal built up as long as you didn't blow your ammo like an idiot it's always been an action game no matter what that just happened to have a bunch of survival horror in it so the idea to take out the action to me just seems like well, might as well don't even fucking call it Resident Evil. I know I know why they're calling it Resident Evil because that's how you sell a game. If they just called it like Capcom's Scary Mansion game that looks kind of like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but not nearly as cool, then it, you know, who the fuck's gonna buy that title?
1: to really Workshop, this title right here. No, no, fuck it. It's what the heart wants. I'm, I'm going with
0: it. <laughs> yeah, it looks so You know, I I almost look at that game. I'm like, I would rather just have a Texas Chainsaw Massacre game. If that that's where you're going at, let's just fucking go the whole distance.
1: Well, I saw a second one. I saw, like, a second trailer where the guy actually did have a gun. It was just, like, I'm not sure if it functions like a first-person shooter, but the guy was actually firing at zombies and whatnot. So, um, you yeah, know, I mean... Hopefully they add I'm, more to it. That's all I have to say. Otherwise, I guess it's just a weird, like... Last time they did a first-person shooter, like Resident Evil, didn't work Survivor. out so well from what you told me. Yeah, is kind of like, so well.
0: you know... and. I'll tell you this, compare the, I mean, I know it's just a demo, but it's like, compare that Resident Evil 7 demo. It's like, dude, Survivors like way better of a game than that. At least it's actually yeah. fun. <laughs>
1: mm.
0: you know, well, and then well, there's, that, I guess there's Gun Survivor 2, or in the US it's known as uh, Dead Aim. That one's
1: actually pretty good on PS2, but. I guess my problem with like, I mean, I, I don't have, a, I like, <coughs> when it comes to horror, whether it be movies or video games, I like creepy shit. I think every single thing this horror is entitled to a couple of jump scares, but when it is all just jump scare, jump scare, jump scare, that's where it just annoys me. And I don't know, a game like Outlast or something, what looks like just going off the trailer to that Resident Evil game, that doesn't really look like a jump, it's going to, I mean, no no pun intended, doesn't look like it's going to jump out to me so much. So,
0: well, you know, because, you know, Resident Evil, yeah, Resident Evil's always kind of had jump scares, but it's more like, oh, fuck, there's something there.
1: Shoot it. (laughs) Oh, good, it died. There's there's been jump scares, but I don't feel like it relies entirely on jump scares. No, it and have those moments
0: too, like you get like those.
1: You could see it coming if you're or, smart enough to stop. Go ahead.
0: It's that, or you get the kind of ones like they're actually not in. Intended jump scares It's that thing where Every once in a while a game You're just like de, dare, duy, de, do, studio, de, gera, Body, And then you just turn around It's like Oh fuck There's something right behind me This whole time And it's just like It wasn't like Intended in the game It just happened to be This fucking creature Was just right behind you The whole time And you just kept enough distance That it couldn't grab you yet Until you fucking turned around And it just happened to be right there
1: There's that And like going off of My memory from Resident Evil 4 It's things kind of like I'm thinking back on that game there if you're smart enough you can actually just kind of like maybe you won't know where it's coming from but you walk into a room and just kind of analyze certain things like okay there is something i've never seen over there before that is a white container with a red blinking light i've never seen that before as i move forward explodes and a guy on fire comes running towards you so it's like i should have known something like that was going to happen I think those games are pretty good about like giving you like just enough little hints that something's different. Like before there's guys that kind of creep me out the most, which are the black things that have like the, the skull faces that are smiling and they take forever to walk. And then you have to use the heat vision to, to like zoom in on the thing, that oh, little bug yeah. thing inside of them.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like
1: those you three- hear, you hear those things from like, you hear that when you walk into the room, and hearing it is so and like knowing it's there and then seeing it from a distance is so much scarier than just he- hearing it and then jumping out at it, you out of nowhere.
0: Exactly. And actually when I was talking about like just all of a sudden turning around, that was the creature that was right there behind me in that game. I remember once I was like, oh, what the fuck? And I was just running oh. around for a while. And I it's couldn't. It's always hear that it.
1: thing because then it falls it's it falls in the ground like snakes around and comes
0: up. Yeah. But you know, that's the thing about Resident Evil is I, I just when I look at that seven one, it's like you know, and some people have told me they're like, oh, well, that game's actually being developed for VR. So the experience is going to be completely different from someone playing it in VR than it is playing it like from the screen. And it's like, OK, but it is one of those ones like, I mean, maybe if they add more to it, I don't know. It's just so radically different that I just feel like, why are you calling that Resident Evil 7? I mean, once again, I know just... what I know why they're doing it, because it's that's how you sell a game. But it's so di- it's like you know it's like having a Mario game that happens to be like a law drama. It's like wait what? Which did you oh, see man. the new Mario looking thing on the fucking uh, Switch?
1: Like that one looks I like saw it's, it, it. It looks it like it's looks Mario kind of like sixty four a... style. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't really. I mean, there's just it looks like just Mario running through like a desert in a certain area. Not enough to tell what the game was, but like yeah, there's a Mario game game coming out. Big shocker. The two, th- the three things that the four things I noticed was uh, Zelda. Um. Uh. Um. Well, what I'm guessing is like Monster Hunter, maybe. That's how uh, I was thinking. But somebody uh, said
0: it was Skyrim. I saw on like Amazon, so I was like,
1: what? Skyrim? The- yeah. I, that's. I think. Well, I know Monster Hunter I had some kind of deal with them before, so I don't know if they still do. But like probably I. What I assume was probably Skyrim and then Mario Kart. So you know. Um. I mean, yeah. I'll probably. I'm more likely to get that than a Wii U. First while I was like, well, a Wii. I'm like the Wii U is probably going to play. That's probably going to play Wii U games, so I'm like, oh, probably won't, unless you can download them.
0: Yeah, I don't think it probably will, because it doesn't look like it has a disk drive in it. It looks like it's using cartridges, like a PSP. Yeah,
1: right. yeah, yeah, so, I mean, I think it's, to some extent it kind of makes sense. We, I didn't really think of it until you said it, but um, it kind of makes sense for them to almost merge their main console with the handheld, because handhelds has always been what they've been good at. Well, yes, yeah, was once, once,
0: like, because no matter what, they've always had, like, the fucking handheld market like nobody's business. You know, the PSP and the PSP Vita are fucking awesome systems, but they just never really caught on, you know? They're really cool. They got a bunch of great games, but for some reason, there's just something about it. I think in Japan, they've always been really fucking big deal, but in the U.S., they've always just kind of been that, I don't know, like almost like a luxury item as far as gaming goes. I don't know how else to describe it, but that's sort of what it is. It's kind of like, for the man who has everything gaming, a PSP Vita. Yeah. You know, so.
1: Yeah. I remember people, I, I, I mean, sometimes people are so quick. Like, I remember, like, uh, I almost kind of, because no one can really know, know or predict, predict the future. But I remember back when um, the DS when the, the DS and the PSP were first coming out, the original ones. Uh-huh. And there are so many articles talking about, oh, my God, like, just the PSP looks so cool. Like, I remember, like, reading group... Like, oh my... I'm, now you just, like, look at interviews on YouTube or whatever. But I'm, just, I'm thinking back. Well, how often do you actually get to read, like, magazines anymore? Talking about this kind of shit. But no, I remember, like, here That's like reading I do a group read. discussion. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but it's, it's just rare, it seems to rarely happen now. But like, I know. Um, I'm like, one well, of the last people that, like, like, still subscribes to video game magazines. But no, it's like... I remember reading, like, a roundtable discussion of a bunch of, like, video game critics about the handhelds. And they were all just... Taking fat shits on the DS. Just, no,
0: they were just saying, oh literally God, taking yes. fat shits in the corner of the rooms. Like this is this is all they're <laughs> yeah. doing. I thought you were going to talk about PSP versus DS. No, we're just going to take fat shits while you watch because yeah. you paid four ninety nine for this magazine.
1: Yeah, when you open up the magazine, you know, usually it came with like kind of little like disc and with, with, with a bunch of demos. Well, along with that, it came with some Polaroids of them taking a shit on a DS. So there you go. But um, signed by all of them. No, uh, but anyway. No, they uh, they uh, um, yeah, they're all just shitting on the DS, saying, "Oh, it's so clunky, it's so ugly." Uh, I don't know. I think this is one where Nintendo finally drops the ball on like the handhelds. I mean, they cornered that, but all it would really take is just for Sony to come in and just bitch slap them or whatever. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you. I mean, real like you know, real like um knowledge base of the industry you guys are. Fucking DS is still owning that shit.
0: I know. It's like even like because realistically, like a PSP Vita. Technically, like you know, it's better than the DS. But the one thing that they will never have, they just don't have the games that like they can outbeat Nintendo. Like Nintendo makes, it, and that's why I think the Wii U, you know, even for the people that don't have it, but it's the it's the system that no matter what, at the end of the day, you'll have these Nintendo games that you will not be able to get that experience whatsoever on a PlayStation or an Xbox. No matter what, they will never ever make a game that captures that same feel as like a Mario Kart or a Super Mario Maker, or a Splatoon, you know, or a Legend of Zelda. It's like, even the, the rip-off games, they still aren't the same. They just still feel kind of like, oh, it's a knockoff. Is it close? Yeah, it's close. Kind of like, like that Sonic All-Star Racing game. Yeah, it's close to Mario Kart. It's <laughs> fun. But it's not, still at the end of the day, it's not as good as Mario Kart.
1: Yeah, well, I think another reason why maybe Nintendo is cornered the market better as far as handhelds go is that the handheld version of whatever game you got It's always going to be a low end version of the main console game. It always is. Nothing's going to change that. Um, I think, maybe maybe I'm wrong, maybe the uh, the DNX or Switch or whatever the fuck they're calling it, maybe that might change it. That's actually, if they treat that as a handheld anime system. But the thing is, I think that um, Nintendo has been smart enough to know okay, we can't really. Do as much on the DS or the Game Boy as we can on whatever our main system is right now. So let's just try and use another aspect of the game we never really thought of before. You know, I think they were smart enough, to like, okay, so that's why we're keeping Pokemon exclusive for the Game Boy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or why, that's why when they do a Zelda game, it's like, okay, we could just try to do a big, grandiose, like, uh, Zelda, like Twilight Princess on the on the 3DS, but really it's going to seem kind of smaller in comparison. So what if we actually just did it like old school style Zelda, but just added some new little tricks into it?
0: Yeah, exactly. There's things like that. Well, I do kind of wonder, like when I with that, like the, I keep on called the NX, but it's not the NX. But with the fucking Switch coming out, it is kind of an interesting thing to think about, like, will they still be doing the 3DS? I mean, I could see that going on for about another couple of years at least before it like they all merged completely together, just for the fact that the 3DS almost kind of feels like, well, there's you, there's still going to be a market for things like that'll be a place for Pokemon, that'll be a place almost for like kid stuff, because they almost look like the switch is almost more like geared towards adults. Like I could not imagine fucking handing that system to like a child. You know what I mean? It looks too delicate, looks too nice. And almost – maybe that's what oh, Nintendo is trying to do oh is finally God. get to a point where they're like, no, 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 here's a fucking really adult-oriented system. You, you know what I, I mean? I don't want
1: to sound like a pussy. I don't want to sound like a pussy, but if I get a Switch, it's not leaving my fucking house. That thing looks too – I mean, it's it's a good-looking it, – the way it looks, it looks cool and all that. But I could see that thing. I'm sure they'll come out with some kind of special case to hold it. I can see that thing snapping my backpack. I can see bumping in my bag, bumping into something else, and just breaking. I, I, yeah, that thing is just like, yeah, I know it can leave, but it's not fucking leaving, you know.
0: You know, strange enough though, I bet you it will probably be pretty darn sturdy though. I mean, it's not—they're not going to make a system. I mean, you look how fucking sturdy a Game Boy is, or a DS, or anything like that. Like, you know, you can pretty much—you know—if somebody did drop them or anything like that, when you see like a retard drop them or something like that, they survive. So, I mean, I think this one's going to be more... Because, you know, you like, a console always feels delicate. Like, this is where it will lie. This is its place now. Xbox One, this is your new home. Enjoy it. This is where you'll stay until you die. You know? It's, I feel this, I have this one, one will be pretty... Ahead? I think everything in it's going to be very solid state. You know? As long as you... I have
1: you, this... Oh, go ahead. You just figure it out down that. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, I
0: was say, as long as you probably have a case for the screen part of it all which they probably have something like that slippy slide holder, well, I don't know what the fuck you're gonna do, but there's probably something that goes into it. I' assume it's not just like
1: just like a full, <laughs> like full slippy it. slide it's like it's like you, you said it's like this you see like a slippy slide for whatever reason it, what came to mind is kind of like a little like ipad like case that like almost looks like slippy from star fox just slipping into his mouth or whatever <laughs> yeah like uh, like duh that's a weird choice, okay, whatever, yeah exactly but so I am assuming. I don't like, know. No real no, no joke to that. That just was popped in my head, so there it is. I well, wish I didn't share
0: that. Yeah. <laughs> well, it looks like one of those ones where, like, there's... The kind of cool thing is just, like, the many of the options you can kind of do, which I know might seem kind of gimmicky, but the fact that, like, you can break that controller in half and you have two, like, mini controllers, pretty much just, like, the Wii yeah. modes or anything. But that's kind of cool that, like, in a sense, like, oh, dude, I got my game. Oh, like, you got a buddy sitting right next to you. are like, oh, fuck, we can both play this. You know, for the game. Well, I'm
1: wondering if they're going to... I'm, I'm, go ahead, man. Sorry.
0: Oh, no, I was just saying, you know, since the controller is just so, to so, see so without the cameras, we just don't know when to stop or start. But um, Yeah, exactly. A lot <laughs> but, of
1: but like, you know, it's,
0: you kind of look at that controller, and it's like, okay, you got, you know, there's a joystick on each side, and then you got four buttons. Because at first I looked at that D-pad, I'm like, why the fuck is that D-pad, like, all, like, PlayStation old school style, where it's just four regular buttons, but it's like, oh, I get it, so it can split in half, and then each person has like six buttons and a joystick on each one. So you could pretty much do almost any game generally multiplayer like that. Cause you have enough buttons there, which is kind of
1: cool. One I could see them possibly trying to do uh-huh. maybe something to the effect of where like the PSP fell short. Cause I'm not going to lie. I got my PSP at the end of its run and I bought it off a friend, like three games in the PSP all for a hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Now, um, what I kinda used that thing it was before I had an iPod and before I had a smartphone. I think it was before smartphones were even big, really. Smartphones weren't um, invented yet. I I think it you were been like a year later. Maybe a year later after this, but um or two years later maybe. But I before I had an iPod, and what I would do is I actually just had like three or four little memory cards and it was almost my music playing device. So I would to be carrying a walk. I was still like walking around with a Walkman in my pocket or in my backpack. Like a- an old CD Walkman. Uh-huh. And this thing kind of became my new Walkman to a certain extent. So I just you know, get a lot of those old little like mini discs you put into the PSP and that's kind of was worked as an MP3 player. And I remember that was twice my main source of music. And that's kind of what I for a while, for about two or three years that's what I mainly used the thing for. And uh, I feel like that it kind of show i think they wanted it to be more of that like an all around purpose kind of like entertainment little, little little entertainment system but i could see the the switch maybe mm-hmm. i'm wrong here maybe time will tell i could honestly see them maybe trying to make that not only like cuz you know you look at like you look at so, you look at video games now before it used to be just plays video games what to do now well now play cds and dvds oh, okay what's to do now well now it streams netflix and whatever I think the next step is like, what's it do now? Well, it's kind of like an iPad. So you can play video games on it, or you can just do usual tablet shit on this thing. I could see them trying to do that with the uh, Switch. No, and, you know, you bring up
0: a good point there, because really when the PSP came out, that's almost something that people kind of forget about. That's almost what made the PSP so freaking amazing at that time period, because once again, this was all before anybody had a smartphone, tablets, any of that stuff. The PSP was like the most intelligent fucking handheld device you could possibly have. And the idea you're holding this thing that not only plays games, you could put MP3s on it, you could put movies on it, you could go on the internet on it, you could do so much on this thing. It was like so badass. And just to carry that in your back pocket, it was just like, dude, I got a fucking computer with me in a sense. You know, the closest thing you had to it's maybe a Palm Pilot or anything like that, but that was about it. Palm Pilot? <laughs> there was a time. I forgot about that shit. I remember there those a things. There time. Just- they seem so cool, you know, if they connect up to my Windows 98.
1: But, um... I I like it whenever you flash back. You could be going like, I remember Tony Hawk Pro Skater. It's <laughs> Morgan Freeman talking in your head. I know, it's just like, that was a time when, you know, Goldfinger
0: was a really cool hip band. That You know, even Tony <laughs> Hawk himself used it as his main song.
1: It was all the rage with the kids when we played Pokemon cards. Yeah. If I could just, like... If I would love to have that, just like have a movie and whenever they're like anybody was having a flashback or a narration, Morgan Freeman was suddenly their internal voice.
0: Oh yeah, totally. But going to I that
1: accident
0: going to the, the the switch though, and I think that is sort of what they're kind of going with because you know, I mean, even nowadays, for like twenty bucks, you can buy one of those Bluetooth controllers that you could hook up to like either your Android or your iPad or anything like that. I kind of thought about it, I'm like, you know. You could literally, and this is before I even seen the Nintendo thing, but it's like you could literally just put the kickstand up on, like, your iPad. It's a fucking, like, 13-inch screen, and you could kick back, and you would have a controller, and you would almost have a very similar portable experience because a lot of those games on there nowadays, they finally actually started putting some somewhat bigger games. You know, not, you know, up-to-date, but they're beyond just, like, phone-phone games. You know, you can actually get some real games for once. I mean... And then you see that with the Nintendo, it's like, oh, that's pretty much what they're doing. They're like, flop the kickstand out, you and your buddies kick back and play. It's, you know, it's one of those ones. Like as a kid, this thing would be so cool because I remember, like, you know, the coolest thing ever was the fucking like the GameCube screens when those things came out. It's like, oh fuck, we could play video games on the go. Like
1: well, we could always play Game Boy. Fuck Game Boy. You could play GameCube on the <laughs> go now. Yeah. Uh, did you know anybody that had those game screens that attached? Oh, dude,
0: I knew tons of people that had those. It felt like I didn't. Yeah. I, I knew a couple of rich kids that had those, and it was great because we, except for the thing is, like, the thing was only like a five inch screen, which is kind of mind blowing when you think about it because you're like, a five inch screen, it's like, that's like the size of my cell Punched phone. Over, like, <laughs> well, yeah. I just remember playing like four player 007 on it, which pretty much made the screens come down to like 1.3 inches size. And it's just like the idea of there's some of those things that, I didn't even know. Like, do kids even do those weird, stupid things where, like, they almost like do something the most difficult way you could possibly do it, or the most inconvenient way you known to mankind? But for some reason, as a kid, it's like, oh my god, we could play fucking 007 in the treehouse. This is like, well, there's like a 36 inch TV in this room. That's like, yeah, but it's like
1: in the treehouse. Are you fucking kidding me? You know, you get the fact start... that you could take it into nature was like more important to you than actually. Well, yeah, you're like, like, oh my god! Like,
0: I don't have to get fucking bored while camping. I can play like a GameCube <laughs> while being out there.
1: <laughs> there is like, uh, I I think it's one of those things like I'm j I'm. I never saw when I saw like ads through those screens. But I never saw one in real life. I could literally see people just being kind of like, you know what? Um, one thing is like, you know, like guys at Nintendo. You know, the one thing is these screens are kind of small, so if you're playing, like, four-player Mario Kart, you got literally, like, an an inch, inch and a half screen. Kind of hard to tell what's going on. Like, yeah, you know, I was thinking about that. Then I realized something. We're already partway through production, and they're fucking kids. They'll buy it anyway. So, fuck them.
0: Well, because they weren't even made by Nintendo. They were made by, like, off-brand like companies oh and
1: they definitely didn't give a fuck then yeah they. And, sure know, and the thing didn't too is like this i remember the screen
0: resolution on them was crap i remember playing resident evil on it you could like it was so fucking dark you had a, like a hard time telling but at the same time at that time period though that was still fucking
1: amazing
0: it was this Unless really it
1: was like a i was gonna ask real quick as far as off-brand products goes for like video games Unless it was, like, a special fight pad or a special, like, uh, controller for Street Fighter or, like, Mortal Kombat. Mm -hmm. Did you... When was the last time you bought one of those? Like, an off-brand controller.
0: I actually, on my PS3, my second player controller is an off-brand one. But it's one of those, like, really, like, fancy Chinese ones where they just literally rip off PS3's controller design and just make it identical The only thing different you can tell on it is, like, it doesn't have the PlayStation logo. It just has, like, kind of, like, generic-looking logo. just says PS3. Controller works Mm -hmm. identical. The only difference is the battery life's not nearly as good, but it feels like a PS3 controller. It's not bad whatsoever. But I know what you mean, though. Like, the weird ass. Like, I got a cup for my Dreamcast. I got this big, fat, black controller that is about, like, maybe not twice the size of a Dreamcast controller, but it's fucking huge. And it was always that thing where you needed that fourth player controller and you didn't want to spend 30 bucks on one. So you're like, fuck it. I'll get this one for $12.99. <laughs> yeah.
1: And, you no, know, I I the, at the, the end of the day, those,
0: those off-brand controllers were not nearly as bad as people always make them out to be. now. I can't imagine using one of those as, like, your main controller. But if you have to play some GoldenEye or some fucking, like, Super Smash Brothers with the fucking weird-ass off-brand N64 controller, it's not the end of the world.
1: I remember I had like a GameCube one that was just like sometimes the character would just start walking without me even like moving the joystick. So it would be one of those things like, oh, well, that's the one I don't use.
0: Yeah, that's, there, there's always some of them that were kind of funky. I remember I had one for PlayStation or PlayStation. Or
1: there's the ones that had like fans. They had fans within like the handlebars so that your hands wouldn't get too sweaty. But I'm thinking, like, I could seriously see a kid like getting so frustrated and gripping it too tightly, and then breaking through, and then his hands being cut up, and it just turns into like a Final Destination moment. I know exactly.
0: Like, my hands, my future was all based on my hands. <laughs> but no, I mean, for the most part, though, I think that when I look at that new Nintendo, I mean, I'm excited no matter what. But like, I do actually think that that's actually a pretty cool, neat way, and I think is like the tablet design. Like, a tablet's one of those ones, until you own a tablet, you don't really realize how actually important and cool those things are. Now, try telling that to your grandpa. like, you're like, oh, dude, this tablet's really fucking important. It's, like, life-changing. But, I mean, at the same time, it's like, at first, I remember when the tablets came out, I was like, "Eh, it's like a big phone. Like, what the fuck do I need? I got a phone right here. I can do all that stuff. I don't fucking need a tablet. You know, what am I going to do? Fucking read books and shit on there? I got fucking books. You know? And then you kind of get one, and then you start reading things on it. You're like, oh this is actually kind of the cool way to read stuff. And then just, I mean, really if, at the end of the day, if it's just for reading things and stuff like that, it's like this fucking great. Or just being able to take it with you when you go places and stuff like that. Like, Oh, fucking, I yeah, look something up online. Boom. I got this thing here. It's easier on my eyes. When I get older, anything bigger just seems to be nicer. You know, no, I, just, I, I fucking love the tablets. I'm actually, it's easier on your eyes.
1: It's so, it's easier on your old man eyes. Like, easier on on my, my old man animation well.
0: eyes. I need, a, I need a big screens.
1: <laughs>
0: but I don't know. That new well, no, uh, it looks, but it looks cool. I can't wait for it.
1: I'm, I'll, I'll more than likely probably get that. I'm hoping you can download Wii U games for it because there are some Wii U games I want to get, but it's too late now for me to go and get, get a Wii U at this point. because well, right, this...
0: right now is probably the most ideal time to get a system. Like My favorite time to pick up on all the systems I miss out on is right as the other ones coming out because next thing you know, you pick it up, you get it for, like, way cheaper anyways. And then all the games... And Nintendo's a little bit different. They, they probably won't go down. Well, they're actually pretty darn cheap right now because they've been doing the Nintendo Select, I think, to pay for the uh, the new Switch system because they dropped a bunch of great games to $20 brand new, which is, like, un, kind of unheard of every once in a while. But I know they're doing it
1: to pay for that system. My but, thing is I know myself, and I know that what's going to happen is I'm going to get, like, five games at once I'm going to play one of – I'm going to play them all just a little bit, and I'm going to play, I'm going to, then I'm going to beat, like, maybe two or three of them, and the other two are going to remain unfinished forever.
0: Well, that's, like, the story of my life nowadays. I think that's – I've accepted about, like, a couple years ago that, the, that the, the time of being able to beat all the games you get is just a lost fucking goal. That is just – it will not happen. You know, if I get a game and I only play it for three hours, sometimes I go – I guess that's all I was getting out of it. That's all I really want. I, that's what it is. It is what it is. I don't know what else to say. Like I, that, that time period, like, no, I got to get fucking 60 fucking hours out of it to make it worth it because every hour is worth a dollar and I paid $60 for it and that's what my worth is. Like those days, like, no, if, if I get five hours out of it, I fucking, it earned it $60. I know it sounds weird to some people, but <laughs> as far as my time goes, that's sometimes all you get. And I just wanted to
1: see what no, it was like. No, I get you. I guess I'm just like, I feel bad saying this. I mean, we're doing it, this whole podcast has pretty much been video game centric. I have not bought a big video game in a while. And I, I I feel it feels so weird having this conversation when I hardly play video games anymore, but I kind of like seeing it kind of come up and down and just, I've almost, I've turned into almost a casual gamer by this point. Not that I want to, it just kind of happened that way, you know?
0: Well, it is that sort of thing. Like, for myself, like, I feel... I almost, like, I still look into video games here and there and, like, you know, things like that, and I buy them. The only downfall is I just don't have the time to really play them. So I guess by that standard, I would be a... Ca- I don't really consider myself a casual gamer because I still think hardcore. I just don't play hardcore, if that makes any sense.
1: I'm just trying to think of, like... I mean, I'll still buy a couple of small games. Like, I bought that... Uh, I'm not sure if we talk about it in the podcast. i talked talk to you on the phone about it. But there's a game called, I think, like, Last... Or Final, like... I think last fight or final fight, and it's kind of like a indie. It's a French indie game, and it plays like Power Stone. It's almost kind of what it's like oh, yeah, a spiritual yeah, yeah. successor to a, ser- a spiritual successor to Power Stone. I got that, and that was a really fun game. But I mean, and you know, there's Bro Force, But I'm almost more of like these small, quick little games I can pick up. They're almost more arcade style. I almost went out and got Mafia 3, but then I just kind of heard that like the game was very. It was kind of a rushed game. It's kind of glitchy and like. The story's great. the story's pretty fun, but it's kind of like your standard open world game. Not a whole lot stands out in it other than the story and the writing. So, and actually, I feel that, that's know. kind that's of a, what you
0: buy a mafia for is because the story's good. Because like that mafia too, I remember that was the one that blew me away so much. And I only played like the beginning of it, watching it at somebody else's play house. But I was so impressed with like, almost like the presentation of that game. And I feel that's almost what you want to get that game for is that experience like you don't buy that game thinking you're getting grand theft auto or godfather or something Mm -hmm. like that you buy it thinking that you're getting mafia and you're going into it for a really really cool story experience and well that's kind of on myself too as you said like i I like like i've almost enjoyed since the indie games that only take me six hours to beat because it's like that's the perfect length for me that's that's the amount of time i have in the day that's why i've been really digging this duke nukem one because i can sit down in about like an hour and a half in a night i can get halfway through one of the world's and then finish the next half the next day, and boom, I'm set to go. You know what I mean? It's perfect. I don't feel like I'm engaged. Sadly enough, even though I want to play an RPG, I can't really play RPGs, because I know it's like, I don't got fucking 50 hours to sit down and play this. That's why my Twilight Princess HD Wii U copy hasn't even been opened yet, because I know that game's over 50 hours long, so it's just like the idea of like, when the fuck am I going to have time to sit down and play this? I mean, obviously, if you like you know, do an hour or two a night, you can get anything done, but at the same time when there's so many other choices, it's so difficult. You're like, no, no, where's the where's the quick game? I'll take that one instead. I'll get my quick fix.
1: No, I, I get you. Just a quick one, man. Just a quick one. Just give me give me straight, you know? No, but like, uh, well, regarding like Mafia for a second, that one right there, can you hear me? I'm in the red right now. Can you hear me? Yeah, I think you've been in the red the whole time. Oh, okay. Well, I haven't been like staticky or chopping up, have I? Yeah, a little bit um oh, motherfucker i fucking hate this thing all right but anyway um <clears throat> one of these but, days we'll uh, not have to use crappy
0: internet on both ends
1: yeah one of these days i don't know when that will be but one of these days but um no um regarding mafia for a second the big thing about that game is i wouldn't mind getting it eventually maybe just when there's a sale for it because it's just i've heard multiple things about it saying you know it, it's a fun game it just kind of eventually just kind of goes by the numbers same old same old and the settings cool but it's just one of those games that just kind of rush near the end and I know that's not enough to kill it for me, but I am at that point where I feel like video game companies are like, we know you're going to buy it and, you know, we'll just put a patch out later. And I'm kind of really tired of that. And that's one of those things like I under I'm not really mad at developers so much as much as I am just more the business side of it. So, Almost to prove, a, almost to like, I don't know, just put my money where my mouth is. I'm just kind of going to wait till that game kind of goes on a sale because I'm kind of tired of, of games doing that. Kind of like either putting out an unfinished game, like we'll put out a patch later, maybe, you know?
0: Well, sometimes the thing is, is when you wait just a little bit and they finally do put those patches out, you actually get a game that plays totally smooth. And even though it might have got a bunch of bad reviews in the beginning, by the time you played it, it's like, oh, no, what? there's nothing wrong with this game. Exactly. You know, I yeah. mean, like, I always feel like the day that I go back and play Arkham Origins, like, I bet you, I think that game plays perfect now. But when we played it, we were playing it day one. So, like, it had glitches galore. And even though it's a great game, but, you know, it was kind of pushed out there. So, there is something to be said about waiting a little bit and just letting those original, you know, patches kind of come out and whatnot.
1: I am still curious about Watchdogs too. If I didn't live in the city, then I probably wouldn't care as much. But I am very curious to see how accurate it is and see if like I can go by. Like I'm just curious to know if I, like I wonder if I go over here, if this will be there. Like I know the major landmarks will be there, but watching like some of the trail, watching some of the, some of the trailers, like the cutscenes, like oh my god, I know that corner on Hate Street. I'm pretty sure I've seen that homeless guy right there. You know, so it's just that kind of thing I want to try and look for. Yeah, that, that see, that'll, that'll be kind of a fun one to get.
0: Well, there's, there's those certain ones, too, where it's like, oh, yeah, I got to get that game, you know, and just put in just that little bit of time. You know, like, it's almost like a new Batman or something comes out. Or, like, for me right now, it's like the new Gears of War came out. That game's, like, the perfect one, because it doesn't take too much time. I just got to wait for Kyle to get here so we can play the co-op story. So we've been going through that a little bit slower. But, hmm. you know, that's about one of the only games... I've kind of come to the conclusion, there's only been about two games in my entire life that I've ever really been, like, somewhat obsessed with online playing. And it's Gears of War and Red Alert Two. I was gonna say Command and Conquer, but when it really breaks down at the end of the day, it was more just Red Alert Two more than anything else. Those are the only two games I can think about that I actually was like obsessed with playing online. Because you know, a lot of games like you play like the online mode and they're fun, but they're fun for like all of about three or four days, and then all of a sudden, like it just goes away, and you're like, why the fuck was I even doing that?" You know what I mean? And I don't mean that in a bad way, but that's sort of like how Call of Duty is. You get Call of Duty, you play it for like three days, like this is really fun, this is really fun, and then by about the fourth day, you're like. I don't need to play that anymore. I've been there, done that. And it's not like being shitty or bad, but just for something about it, just like the urge just goes away instantly. Now I know for some people that urge has never gone away, but
1: not to be one of those guys like I'm just pushing against to be different. Like I remember I got Modern Warfare too. Like you know, it was a really fun game. I liked it. I just played the story mode because I didn't have fucking internet where I lived at the time. But then after seeing them come out like every year. And then, you know, going over to, like, a party and there's always a couple of bros in front of a TV playing um, Modern Warfare. And then every shooter trying to be a modern military shooter. Mm-hmm. And I, I just – it really wore me out. And I just – I'm sure they're fun games. But just something about it just became so, like, just just another modern military shooter. And it's usually the same guys that are, like – not not all of them. I'm sure I know – I know – it's a, that's not always a stance on where you are politically. But then I was like, oh, I know a lot of these fuckers are voting for Trump probably, you know? Yeah, well, the thing is, too, that
0: Modern Warfare 2, that one you bought, that was like, I think, the pinnacle game out of all those ones. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, that one and then the World War II one before it, like, you know, after that it felt like it's been like, not like, you know, at the end of the day, none of those games are really bad, but they're just kind of same old, same old, over and over. You know, at least Gears... You know, what I, you know, what I love about Gears, and this is, I think, what always sold me on that, because, you know, first-person shooters generally, other than the old ones, I feel like I, I love – I can go back and play Goldeneye or Duke Nukem or Doom any day of the week. But for some reason, past the 90s, it's like, I don't know, the first-person shooters don't, like, latch onto me as much. But something about Gears, it's just the story with that game is what really brought me into it and the characters and the love and all that stuff that's really like what sells me. And then, you know, you get some of these other games, even like Halo's kind of bad about like their stories are one of those ones. I feel like you have to almost read the books to know exactly what's going on. Cause they just, those cutscenes go by so fast. And the next thing you know, the game's over and you're
1: like, wait, what happened? The game does. Well, I'm, it's one of those things like, I don't think bad of it, but the game does kind of go. to this like, well, you don't fucking know this, which that's not a bad thing. You know, you just need, I mean, I think that most people play Halo just for the gameplay. And, uh, but story-wise stuff, there is a lot of stuff. Like, if you, there's, like, these terminals. If You can go to those terminals, and you can just do, like, literally pages of, like, you know, Reading material of, of these, you know, race before. Like, the race that created a little eyeball guy. Like, I had a friend who was into all the expanded universe stuff, and he broke a lot of stuff down for me. Like, okay, cool. Glad you told me, because I'm never going to fucking read that.
0: Yeah, and it's like, well, one's like, that's why when I got, like, the Halo, the animated movie or whatever, where it was, like, the little, like, five many different ones, it was like... Uh-huh everything makes so much more sense now. And what, like Just put it in a movie form. It's like, you got a great story here. It's just, for some reason, the game-wise, I just don't feel like it comes out well. And everybody who's into Halo that knows the story really well, it's because they all read the novels or you know they did something else to get like all that knowledge. It's not there in front of you.
1: Well, I like, read the first book, Fall of Reach. I read the first one back in high school. Well, Fall of and, Reach wasn't the first one. I've, well, I mean, I think it was the first... Not 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 chronologically, but I think it was the first one to come out. Fall not fall. I think Fall of Reach was the first one to because uh, I remember it came out when Halo One was. It was before Halo Two, and it was the prequel that took. It was like one of three books that led up to Halo One, I mm-hmm. think. That's well, yeah, because
0: there was three of them, and there was one. And, yeah, I think there's one literally called something first, but.
1: I want to say it was fall. I think fall of reach was the first one. Cause that's the one that introduced, um, uh, master chief and his name was John. And it start in this childhood. Actually, funny thing. I don't know if it's still on Netflix, but I went on uh, Netflix one day and, uh, it said, hello, fall of reach. I'm like really, is this an yeah. adaptation of that book? And yeah, I, it they, was they years movie ago, of
0: it, but I know, I know that I've read some of the reviews on it, people are like, well, it's like the simplified version, but I mean, I'm like, well, Duh. Of
1: course. Well, yeah. I mean, the, the, like, I, I read, I, I watched, like, I put it on. I fell asleep watching it. It was just something I fell asleep to, and uh, I wasn't really paying a whole lot of attention. But I remember there's enough, like, oh, I remember that part from the book. I remember that part. The animation, though, was very much like it's fucking Halo. You think they could afford like to get like I'm not saying Pixar, but they could afford some major animation studio. It was very much kind of like. It almost looked kind of like old PlayStation Two kind of cutscenes, sort of. Well, you know, I, you know, I showed you that
0: Halo Two remastered fucking cutscenes. Those cutscenes right there, yeah. I still on both PS4 and Xbox One. I don't think I've seen any game that looks nearly as good as those fucking cutscenes. Even the ones in Gears of War Four. Like compare the Halo Two. I mean it's Gears of War, so it looks good, but it does it does not look like that fucking Halo 2 cutscenes. Those are like out of this world ridiculous. So like the amount of money they spent on those guys putting that together, it's like, yeah, you think you could just make
1: well, you, you think you just make the Fall of Reach movie look in that same style of graphics. And then I never sell s- it as a big movie. I'm surprised they still haven't done something really big with Halo. They start they do all these little teases. Like they had like a web series, Forward Onto Dawn, which I They have it as a big chunk on Netflix. I've never watched it. I, I started like,
0: that one, and it was like, I don't know. I, I know that somebody said, like, it gets really good towards the end. I'm like, yeah, well, it kind of sucked towards the beginning.
1: Well, I heard it's just like a bunch of just random small stories that take place in the Halo universe, and Master Chief comes in near the end or something, or they give little hint- hints and teases at him. I don't know why they keep doing these half measures. There's another one, like a, a television series produced by Ridley Scott for, like, I think strictly for Microsoft or something like on their microsoft network and that right there was I mean I don't remember how I don't know if it was any good I remember people making a big deal about it then it came out but I heard nothing about it afterwards
0: I think that, that might have been the one I was thinking of actually is that when you're talking
1: no about? there's there's two of them there's well there's that which I don't know if that's when you saw The one I, I saw was, was
0: like it took place in, like an academy
1: <laughs> I don't know it's I didn't – I never watched Forward to Dawn or On to Dawn, whatever it was called. I just know it was a web series Like, and they just compiled them all into like a movie and just dropped it on Netflix. But it was one of those things like why do you guys keep doing these half measures? This is like while people still give a shit, you should make a movie off this thing. Whoever, whoever opted out, whatever fucking studio executive who said, look, this Halo thing, the kids like it, I don't fucking know – Who wants to make it? This Peter Jackson guy. He likes the Hobbit movies. I don't fucking know. Nah. Whatever studio executive said that needs to get fucking fired. Not that like Halo is so amazing its story needs to be told. It just to lose out on that much fucking money at that time is a fucking idiot. Well, because the sad thing is, is right now, Halo is, it's
0: not nearly as popular as it was when they were going to make that movie. When they were going to make that movie, it was right around the time Halo 3 would have came out. Like, they would have been fucking rolling in the money. Even if the movie wasn't even that great, fucking money would have been everywhere. There would have been fucking nerds fucking shooting wads of cash all over the screen, you know, everywhere. But, because, you know, now Halo's kind of become... It's kind of like one of those games where it's like, oh... Oh, it's yeah, big, I, but it's not. I, I, yeah, it's big, but it's not like. And it's only big to certain people. Because before, like, there was a time period where it was like, oh, fuck, you got to get a fucking 360. You got Halo 3 coming out. And nowadays, it's like, oh,
1: Halo 5 came out on Xbox One. But like, yeah, that's not changed my opinion. Or it's like, or it's one of those <laughs> things like, uh, hey, it would be like M- Master Chief was up there, kind of like, remember, there's a time when they had a big deal. I mean, maybe it's just us because we don't really keep up with all the trends and all that kind of stuff but i remember there's a time when you would like buy a video game magazine they have some illustration like a three-way battle between mario crash bandicoot and sonic or something like that yeah or it would be something once we got to the next generation it would be like you know link versus like uh master chief master chief and then like, jack from jack and daxter yeah or it, it like would God be War or it yeah and it would always be like they they seem to all these companies seem to have a set mascot and for playstation's always rotating them because i don't get. yeah
0: playstation it. like set mascots but, maybe not the best word for playstation really i guess, you know little they, big
1: planet i guess to be the closest No, you, thing you they know got. who's at the end of the
0: day you know who's the real true mascot for playstation now they would you know they've never Fillion? no no no, because this goes back through all PlayStations since the dawn of the PlayStation. This is the one game that has always been on PlayStation, except for PS4 so far. But other than that, you know, I guess you get the old ones, this character right here, I know they would never use it as a mascot, but he's really been there since the beginning. Nobody ever fucking kicked him off. And that Sweet Tooth of s- Twisted Metal. When you really think about, like, oh, yeah. who's been there longer than anybody else? It's Twisted Metal, even though, they, once again, they haven't made one on PS4 yet. But, you know, he's been there since fucking day one PlayStation, pretty much. You know, Crash Bandicoot, yeah, okay, he was big for a bit, but got dropped off, you know. And even Nathan Fillion, you know, who knows how... You know, he's only been here, he's kind of the modern one. His clock is ticking.
1: But, his, yeah, his clock is ticking. Before he know. goes in that pile with, like, fucking Crash, Jack, and Sly Cooper. Yeah, exactly. So, but, you know, like, Microsoft, they got... You know, they have Halo,
0: and it's like, dude, you should fucking just, like, blow that shit out of the water. And, you know, once again, you know, they kind of fucked up with Halo 5, because, you know, I'm the only person I know that owns that game. I don't know anybody else who has fucking Halo 5.
1: Isn't there another one that's coming out? Isn't, is 6 coming out? I thought I saw a trailer for no, something. Oh, well, they got big. Halo
0: Wars 2, which is, like, the real-time strategy game.
1: Maybe Halo... God, was not that long ago? Was that Halo 5? That's the thing they're making a big deal out of on the trailer? Maybe it was. Shit, I don't know. I can't keep track of it anymore. I don't even fucking know. There's a time I was like, holy shit, Halo 2. And I'm just like, oh, oh, yeah, that one. Well, it seemed like cause, you know, Halo 3 was the last really big
0: hurrah. And after Halo 3, it was just like the popularity just sort of dipped. And I think it was a couple things happened. One, Call of Duty started picking up steam. So that started taking away the market of like, first-person shooters. Because if you think about it, like in that like Halo 2, or Halo 1, 2, and 3 era, you know, yeah, there was there's always been other first person shooters, but you know, Halo was the one that fucking had everybody by the fucking balls.
1: No matter what that was what feel, everyone was playing. I feel like Halo was kinda like so let me get so this is how you almost gotta hook people in. Like, all right, so get this. It's like you're like a space marine and you're up there fighting space terrorists oh that's kind of cool you know it sounds a little nerdy but i like the idea of shooting me some space terrorists then suddenly drop uh, modern warf they drop call of duty into modern warfare like oh no get this get this so it's kind of like the same as halo well, what do you mean well i mean it's like you shoot shit so it's kind of like the same thing as halo oh it's the first person shooter yeah only you're shooting real terrorists this time and russians oh fuck really i think that's almost kind of what brought it in like modern warfare really plus the zoom in option well, you know, you think about it, though. Here's the thing. Nowadays, if you're not shooting
0: humans, the game's not nearly as popular. You know what I mean? And it almost, it sounds kind of weird, but you can almost say the game... I'm not saying this, but you can see people saying that it, it almost feels kiddier if you're shooting aliens or made-up monsters. So, Gears of War... Halo, it's weird to say that, like fucking Halo and Gears of War is kitty, but Doom, all these games that used to be so ballsy and everything like that, you're like, well, you're just shooting fucking made up monsters now. You're not shooting anything real. <laughs> and I think that's sort of where people go, well, I want to fucking shoot a terrorist in his fucking face. I don't want to <laughs> shoot no space terrorists. There ain't no shit singing a fucking space terrorist. You know, or a demon from hell, fucking bullshit. Like, I thought you believed in the Bible. Yeah, I believe in it, so I get fucking laid. But, you know, other
1: than that. (laughs) (laughs) Church ain't ain't no place to pick up someone like church. I fucking tell you what, they're already practicing on their knees. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) So, you know, at the end of the day, that's why I think games,
0: you know, it's like, it's not like they're not popular, but I always think about Gears of War. Microsoft blows that game out of the water like it's the biggest thing known to mankind, but if you talk to people on the street, there's so many people that have never, ever played Gears of War. Yeah, they know what it is, but they've never played it. And I almost have a hard time meeting people that have actually played Gears of War other than the people you find randomly on the internet.
1: I didn't... I, I mean, I'll, let me say this real quick. That whole thing, and don't take it as me saying, you like of duty, that means you're fucking redneck Republican. Don't take it as that. But I, I, I think it's one of those things like... I think the, the loss of the sci-fi aspect is almost what brought more people in. Because there are people I know that play and bought gear, like Call of Duty for... Um, did I say Gears of War a little bit ago, or did I say Call of I think Duty? you said Call
0: of Duty. No, you say Call of Duty.
1: Okay, I just, just want to make sure. Okay. Um, Call of Duty. I think, because there are some people I know who were big Call of Duty fans, and the second you came out with this, the one, uh, whatever the last one was... Where you got like, you're wearing like a, a robot suit. Adelizia, yeah, the Infinity and, Warfare and, or
0: whatever, the, the Advanced Warfare. Yeah, whatever
1: that was. Where, where it's sort of in the future and you could do like, you have special powers now. Yeah. Once I, people started complaining and now this one, we're going to fucking space! And more people are more mad. Well, and I think that's true because if you think about it, what, you know,
0: because at the end of the day, Call of Duty though it can become a hardcore gamers game it to me it always feels more like no that's actually more like the casual gamers game and i think the thing is is because mostly call of duty kind of goes hand in hand with the guy that the only two games they own is madden and call of duty you know that's what i
1: feel and
0: the thing is i think that's true i by being realistic that kind of gets all like oh good gets all the nerd shit out of the way i don't have to see no fucking locust or i don't have to see no fucking space aliens you know i don't want to see no fucking star trek bullshit in my fucking game and i think that's almost kind of what it is where you know, Doom, it's like, oh, well, that's like, you know, that's like the fucking weird-ass, like, heavy metal kids fucking game. And Halo, well, that's the fucking Star Trek nerds fucking game. And Gears of War, well, that's like the, the kids that talk about the military, but they really actually are never going to go to it. They're just going to write stories about it and sell it on fucking, you know, to, I don't know where I'm fucking going with this. Ridley Scott will fucking We're nerds, by books. Yeah, five you bears. know what I mean? Like... It, like, all those ones kind of go there, where modern warfare is just like, oh, that's like, that's like Iraq. That's like when I went and fucking kicked some terrorists in their fucking teeth. You know what I mean? And I'm going to fucking do it in the United States, too, if I see them. But I'm going to do it from the safety of my own home and fucking Call of Duty.
1: My thing is like, uh, I mean, fuck. Uh, I don't know. man. I'm, I'm walking into some gray areas here, but... My thing is, like, I notice you get a lot of people that are, like, super patriotic, always talking about fucking Call of Duty, and it's just like, you know what, the likelihood of you doing this good, I don't know, it's like one of those things, I mean, look, I'm not, once again, I'm not saying everyone's fucking like this, I'm going off of really one or two, like, two personal situations I've been in with these kind of people, and uh, there's one where, just like, yeah, you know, I just don't like all the fucking science fiction shit, it's just, it's not fucking realistic, it's just, it takes me out of it. I, I just can't believe it. And part of me really just wanted to say to the guy, I didn't, but part of me just really wanted to say to the guy, the likelihood of you running in, taking some shots, then taking cover, healing back up, and then coming up, firing at all these fuckers, is less fucking likely than whatever Marcus Phoenix does in Gears of War.
0: Well, here's the thing, too. At the end of the day, Master Chief, he can explain why his health comes back, because it's a shield that regenerates. How the fuck do you explain getting shot and then just healing, like, on the spot? What are you, fucking Wolverine?
1: I don't know. I'll be 100% honest with you. If I have, like, some kind of weird, like power, murder fantasy, it usually comes in more of, like, fa- fa- like literally fantasy or science fiction kind of version of it, more than being kind of like, I want to go across some country to some people I don't know and just, like, shoot their fucking teeth in. I you don't know. I'm not but trying like, to get to, like, the agenda here. But well, it's you know. kind
0: of funny, too, because I will say this. You know, because originally the Call of Duty guys started off making Medal of Honor, and I was all into it because it was all World War II oriented. I noticed the second that they took the World War II out of it, that's when I stopped getting interested. It's like, Modern Warfare? That sounds fucking boring. That's like watching the news. Why the hell do I want to play that?
1: There is, like, no, I'll say that, I mean, don't take it as me trying to totally shit on, like, uh, modern warfare entirely modern warfare 2 is a fun game no I modern that, warfare 2 is I,
0: actually an amazing game i'm not going to deny actually how mm-hmm. cool that fucking game is the story and it's amazing the spec up missions that are so much fun the multiplayer is fun i think it's just it's just the and overabundance of being the kind of the same game over and over again
1: and the things they do to make you actually feel kind of helpless like i want to say I don't remember, if it was Modern Warfare One or Modern Warfare Modern Warfare Two. But there's a part where you're crawling out of some rubble. You're crawling out of some rubble and just keep crawling and crawling. You get out and then someone just shoots you. Like the the idea of it, it could just have like you know just the real, the, for lack of a better term, the real world consequences of just like yeah, sometimes you just fucking die. Or that time you're doing this one mission. It's this hard mission. You gotta defend this laptop. It has all this important information in. You you're in the cabin somewhere. You do the mission. The general comes down says nice work fucking shoots you sets you on fire and like you even have like this weird slow motion thing where the guy is tossing you down a hill you know into a burn pit or whatever so it's like I under so I I got I appreciate that I I even the thing at the end like I'm not going to lie that part where you get like fucking stabbed in the chest by that colonel you go down and then you have to pull that fucking thing out of your chest and throw it in the guy's face that is fucking badass Mm-hmm. So don't take it as me shitting an entire franchise. This is more just me pointing out I'm just tired of the same game over and over and over. And then people just trying to discredit any other game other than this. You know?
0: No, no, no. And that's totally true because once again, I'll say Modern Warfare 2 I think was almost like one of the pinnacles of that series. I don't think I've had nearly as much fun of it ever since that one game. That game was pretty freaking awesome. But I think the downfall is like, okay – you know, playing Gears of War online, like, oh, it just, it puts the biggest smile on my face, and I think the difference is, is, I remember, I think this is what Cameron said, he's like, well, you know what what it is, he's like, Call of Duty, at the end of the day, it's a fucking respawn simulator, because you always, you know, you respawn randomly anywhere on the map, and then next thing you know, there's some guys behind you, and I think that's the thing that always gets me, it's like, God... You just start off, and it's not like you even get. It's not like you get this legitimate battle. We're like, oh, that guy fucking totally got me. It's no. It's the guy shot me from behind because he respond behind me after I respond. And in like Gears yeah. of War and Halo, it's like not saying that that can happen once in a blue moon, but it's so fucking rare. I mean, if you played for a week straight, you probably only see it maybe happen once or twice, if that even. It's so rare, and both Halo and Gears, but especially Gears in itself, it's just like there's just something about. it. Maybe it's just like. I don't feel like it's so chaotic, and I feel like when when you get a kill, everything's legitimate in it. You know, I mean, every once in a while, maybe you can have, like, an internet failure or something like that. But for the most part, nothing feels like you're cheated out of anything. You feel like you've either earned it or they earned it. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> Where, yeah. You know, Call yeah.
0: of Duty's more just like – it's like chopping a bunch of chickens' heads off and throwing them in there with guns and letting them fire at each other before they die. And that's sort well, of how some it,
1: racist 12 year olds, well, racist 12 year olds say whatever the fuck they want. Cause yeah. The
0: computer cause and, online anonymity. And realistically, that's probably on gears and halo just as much. I, ne- I never have the audio on. Yeah. So you hear that where everybody's like, that fucking asshole. He's not even fucking listening to us. He's on his team and he's not even responding. What a fucking dick. It's either that or that's probably what's happening the whole time I'm playing. <laughs> like I'm the yeah, that could now. be happening.
1: Like, Alicorn four three five. I like, really need some assistance. No, no, no! Like, I'm you know, just like, doo, 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 doo. oh, that guy's dead. Okay, I guess I was a little late.
0: See, I, I always make sure that I am the guy that picks somebody else up because you watch. Like, I always feel like it's such like a dick move just to. St- I mean, it's different if there's like chaos going on, but it's such a dick move is when there's people just stand there. It's just like, yeah, I'm not gonna fucking pick you up. Fuck you. I don't care if you're on my team or not.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I get you. I don't do enough online gaming. I just always die too quickly. I was just, Star Wars Battlefront was a, was a, just a respawn machine as well. So I played a little bit of that and just like, nope, I'm kind of done with this. the same, not to go like, member Battlefront, not be that guy. But like, it's it was kind of like, oh, you're just using the name to kind of sell something from my childhood. So, yeah, you know, I'll play it once in a while, but yeah.
0: Yeah, well, it's funny too, because like, I remember my PlayStation. Said, it's like, the DLC
1: oh. machine is what it is.
0: Like, PlayStation's all like, your total online play time is three and a half hours. I'm like, holy fuck. I'm like, boy, I guess I never play anything on PlayStation.
1: <laughs> I hardly do. I, play, I hardly play anything online, at least, but yeah. No, I, well, um, it's
0: one of those ones, like, very, as I said, very few games have ever captivated me, and the only two I can ever think of is Gears of War and Red Alert 2. Those are the only ones that I've actually, like, spent, like, months on end playing, like, there's been, you know, on Gears of War 2 came out, I remember I put, it like, there was a time where it's was just like every fucking night at the end of the day, it's like, okay, we're going to fucking gears it up before we go to bed. You know, once we get MVP, it's, you know, you can go to bed, you know, feeling
1: honorable. No, okay. <laughs> like, Laura's like, Spence, just come to bed yet. I haven't earned your honor yet. I haven't earned honor. I got to know that I'm better
0: than these other eight people I'm playing with before I go to bed. Once I know that I'm better than them, then it's okay. It's kind of that weird uh, thing too. It's like it's, maybe that's why a lot of people like the online gaming because it gives you that feeling of like high satisfaction when you really aren't actually getting anything.
1: I got you. No, I get, no. There is a thing when you like kill someone that you. This is going to sound like almost like serial killerish for a minute. It's so that thing when you kill someone. And you know, it wasn't a computer. You know, well, yeah, <laughs> I mean that's in the context
0: the, of there's video like that game. sort of certain satisfaction, and I think that's what it is. Though it's like. You know, you, you could kind of point out other things, you know, like almost like the creative drive of making something and then putting it out there and having people see it. Like that gives you like a good feeling of like, oh, my God, look, at you know, I did this. But sadly enough, you can almost get that exact same feeling without putting any effort in whatsoever by just playing like a game online and just like, you know, you're like, oh, man, I got MVP, dude. I'm like, I'm like the best. Like who is better than me? Or I, I was also just going back and i I'm playing- like, I bettered you.
1: I bettered you. You you know, I got the MVP. if they're like going this- to prove it.
0: Or it's like so even really like really I was playing Mario Maker moment. again because I'm like, I haven't played this in a while. Maybe they add some new stuff. I'll take a look at it. And there was about like this like maybe not even a week, like three or four days I was like making levels and everything again. I'm like, you, you almost finished making a level in Mario Maker. You're like, oh, yep, did my creative thing for the day. Oh, let's go kick it from this point on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know me fucking creating levels. Let me tell you about And then all of a sudden you start up and go, wait, wait, wait a second. That doesn't count as anything. That's never going to make me money or anything like that. that. That's just like a fun little like side hobby. It's like, oh, that, that, that gave me the same feeling of like, you know, doing something really creative, but I really, at the end of the day, didn't do anything. I just kind of manipulate a bunch of objects. Someone else has set up for me.
1: Yeah, it is one of those things where it's just like at the moment when you're doing something like that, you can kind of gratify yourself. Like, well, it's still creative in a sense, even though it doesn't really push me in the actual direction I want to go. I still get the same creative. You, you try to justify it, and you're like, mm, nah, nah.
0: I mean, I'm not going to say it's not still partially educational. It still doesn't challenge your mind. But when you're trying to actually get something physically done that will make you money, it's like, oh, wait. This isn't working.
1: <laughs> and I'm not I'm not, well, one to shit on, like, Mario Maker. I even no, it, I fucking I'm love Mario wanting, Maker. Like, I think it's an amazing thing. I I, I see I see the uh, I see the total perk of it but I, I see what you mean every once in a while you might be working on this side project over here where you think like well, this is time to be going into the main thing that I really want to work on rather than this you know what I mean I'm not saying you can't work on those things sometimes, but it's like when that's the one thing you've done all day you just can't help but get a little bit of a guilty conscience at least the creative side of your brain so
0: yeah, exactly. Especially when you know that, like, if you don't make something, it's like, if I don't make something today, that's one day away from being close to my goals. So, I don't mm-hmm. know. I feel like we're going off, like, a long, deep road here, and that's probably a good place to start wrapping this up, because hopefully...
1: Before we do, do you actually want to talk about Logan real quick? Oh, yeah, I guess we could. I mean, is unless the internet's really shitty. I mean, you're coming in okay on my side, but um it's been about
0: the same quality the whole time so it could be a really staticky podcast the whole way through i'm not too sure i guess i'll find out when i go to edit it
1: okay
0: i was just looking real
1: quick or just bounce yeah
0: yeah we can talk about logan there was a new logan trailer it was really amazing they used johnny cash's hurt in it i really like that a lot i wish they used the current version instead but maybe that seems too weird
1: I hurt myself today. today. <laughs> that that old video even shows like it's a part where like it's it's just Kermit and hurt, but then at some point they show him like injecting himself with heroin. You see, he's blowing Ralph for heroin. Like <laughs> I don't know who, who the fuck made this video. Ralph the dog, the guy on the piano. But no, that that's not in the Logan trailer. The song "Hurt" by Johnny Cash, who originally by Nine Inch Nails, is in the trailer. And it looks kind of like. Um, they're definitely pulling from Old Man Logan, but they're definitely doing a little bit more of their own thing. Just more the concept of an old Logan on a road trip is kind of, and it's kind of post-apocalyptic. Not as post-apocalyptic, but kind of like where, um, where, uh, where, uh, like uh, shit. Um, old Man Logan was Road Warrior or Mad Max Fury Road. This one is more like the original Mad Max, kind of like right before everything goes entirely downhill. Like it's on its way. You could see yeah. like some destroyed buildings, but they're still like, oh, there's there's a forest. That city looks kind of populated, you know? Yeah, there's still like a guy that could sell ice cream and,
0: you know, it's still somewhat decent and civilized.
1: Yeah. Not as much rape and murder as there would be probably in a few
0: years, you know? No, yeah, this new trailer looked pretty darn cool. and I mean, it is one of those ones, like if you really didn't, let's just say you didn't know who Hugh Jackman was, if you just really cut out maybe even a couple scenes of the claws like it almost looks like it could be some other movie and i don't mean that in like a bad way like oh they're hiding the fact that it's a superhero one but no it is kind of interesting that it's just so subtle i mean once again it's a trailer and maybe that's what they're trying to tend. and even the last wolverine was kind of like that too it's you know the ruin I- of other- <laughs> his claws and a couple other things it almost doesn't feel like a
1: total superhero movie
0: i, I guess i don't know
1: he saw a robot arm and apparently mr sinister is the villain of this movie i don't know i hope he's not the guy with the robot arm because it looks nothing like him but um uh they got they, they showed that guy kicking him down at some point so hopefully he's just some henchman or some miscellaneous character i don't know of but um uh it does look it, it it doesn't look like it does not look like old man logan to the extent of like uh like an adaptation but you could see there took inspiration from it uh, which I kind of expect, I'm not expect, there's no way they can get him to fight Hulk and have him team up with old blind Hawkeye and kill Red Skull. That's not going to happen, uh-huh. but still, um, I'm, I think it looks pretty cool. It almost seems kind of like, I know it's not, I know it's not going to go, it's not going to get that far. Just the way they present it, it almost looks like they're almost trying to go for an. I, I know it's not gonna get this far, but it almost looks like they're trying to go for an Academy award just for how bleak it is. They, I think they saw, you know what, fucking Mad Max almost won. It won a bunch of shit.
0: Yeah. No, I, I do kind of feel that, too. Like it looks like this is probably your most serious superhero movie, and I don't mean that like in a bad way, because sometimes people look at the word serious as being bad with superheroes, but I'm like, no, 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 Like they are full-on taking this as legitimate as possible.
1: And what's the poster? The poster is his fist clenched with the claws out, in a little girl's hand, who's actually X23, who's a little girl, mm-hmm. grabbing his hand. That's the poster. That almost, it's like, that's just three steps away from the Schindler's List poster. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like Schindler's List with claws. <laughs> yeah, like if you just had that hand holding a little girl's hand with claws, no list. It's like, add, like, like Photoshop some claws onto the, that hand and remove the list from the background. Same poster, so I'm, I'm not. That's not my entirely critique, but I'm. I feel like just from the way the trailer looks, the way it was shot, how unflashy it was. It almost looked like it's trying to almost. I know it's. I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they think they're gonna get it, but it almost seems like as if this movie was contending for an Oscar or something like that. Like not the movie that would win, but the movie that at least would be nominated. Maybe not saying I think it will be, but I think what they're trying to go for.
0: Oh, yeah, no, I think that is kind of, like, the look for it. And who knows? Maybe that is, like, that's kind of the next step, I guess you could say, for a superhero movie is, you know, they got them dialed in as, like, the fun, you know, adventure movies, you know, in the sense of the Marvel, you know, cinema ones. And next kind of step is almost, I guess you could say, then you got Dare or Deadpool that's been, like, the raunchy comedy taking itself really, you know, well with an R rating. And, you know, then you got, you know, the DC ones being nice and dark and stuff. But I guess the next thing to do is like, how can you make a superhero movie like, you know, award worthy?
1: They already I mean, truth be told, they already did with Dark Knight. It's just that it was it was a weird thing It's Dark Knight. What happened with that? I won't be this could be into a whole other conversation. So I'll make it real quick. But Dark Knight, the, there is a lot of controversy around that because a lot of people thought that should be nominated. That should have been nominated for Best Picture. I mean, they kind of gave it to Heath Ledger because he died, but even though I think he should have won it regardless. But um, I, uh, I think that like, because what happened after *Dark Night*? Like, a lot of people were mad that wasn't nominated, and this and that wasn't nominated about it. So they almost just kind of like, well, um, we're gonna add, we're gonna add more of a, we're gonna add more of a more like more categories now, and more movies could win now because we thought that one should have been nominated in the first place. But then, like, you know, they unfortunately kind of dropped the ball on Dark Knight Returns or um Rises. So, you know.
0: Yeah, it's kind of goofy how that is. And I, I mean, I think at that time period it was like, these fucking kiddie movies are coming out. Like, you know, just the old, you know, 60-year-old person who just sees – that's all he sees when he sees Batman on the screen is like – Yeah. You know, There's like, a
1: lot of controversy, a lot of people talking about, like, this movie should have been nominated. Fuck that. Like, a lot of, like, people in the industry are even saying that. <laughs>
0: And I think it's just to the point, it's just they just got to let those people die off and get out of there so that the fucking <laughs> younger people can kind of come in. It, it, I think it just happens time and time again, and we're just at the stage where people are having a hard time accepting that. But I don't think it's that far off. I think the the old people are finally dying off, so we can finally progress farther <laughs> forward. talking
1: about, like, good, these old fucks can go so we can, like, use them for gasoline, and we can finally get some superhero movies nominated. Yeah, goddamn World <laughs> War II generation
0: holding us back. <laughs>
1: I don't think it's World War II generation. I think it's more of like probably. I'm not saying these guys specifically or particularly, but like probably like um, baby boomers. Coppola, Spielberg, it, but... yeah, Spielberg generation. I think yeah. I think it's like you, you know that George, that the whole like you know Lucas, Spielberg, Coppola, Scorsese era. I'm not saying it's them, but that era of of guys. It's like yeah.
0: Well, yeah, because the World War II is practically dead anyway, so it's you know that's pretty much who's there but i think that's what it is it's just a you know you gotta wait for that time to happen and then once it becomes accepted it goes from there but no that's logan trailer looks really cool i can't wait i couldn't wait to see it before that but now even having a trailer it's like oh yeah dialed in it'll be awesome i'm there Well, cool well that's probably a good place to wrap up with we're already hitting almost the two hour mark so might as well keep it nice and well, you know, you know nice as good as possible as it can be. Uh, but key thing first is make sure we got a brand new cartoon out. There's Wallaby and the Bronson Boys Part Two, so go check that out and enjoy that. Well, that's, that's
1: out.
0: Yeah, that's out that has been out like a
1: week. Oh fuck! I gotta go on Facebook. <laughs> uh, I like. I, I didn't like, know that was out. <laughs> oh, this all so new to me. Well, I didn't know you were already that far with it. Okay, yeah, I'll check that out. Shit, fuck, I, I, now you know why I didn't share it. Okay.
0: Oh, yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, I kind of learned that, too. I'm like, man, I posted that multiple times on there and everything. It's just like, I'm surprised I thought you would have saw it. But, well, that's there. Check okay. that out. Clearly, I guess maybe it's not being <laughs> shared enough. But, but yeah, you can check that out on YouTube, Newgrounds, and I actually still need to upload to Vimeo. I forgot about that part, but um, that's kind of how Vimeo is. Best... <laughs> video website there is, sadly enough kind of always gets forgotten. But till then, I'm Spencer Scott Holmes. And I'm Ryan again. And we will talk to you in a bit. Later, folks. Thanks for listening to the Old Man Orange Podcast. Check out our website at oldmanorange.com for even more podcasts, cartoons, videos, music, and more. Send us an email at oldmanorangepodcast at yahoo.com Be sure to subscribe, share, rate, and review us on iTunes, Podomatic, or any of the other fine sites we might be located on. And if you want to help out even more, click on the Amazon or GameStop links on our webpage before you make any purchases there. Won't cost you a penny, but it sends us a little something our way. Thanks for listening, and tune in next week to Old Man Orange.